I'm muted. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. It is uh, November 22nd, 2016. It was a late-minute call. I just wanted to do a call as far as what we are blessed with this past year. We're not going to be talking about law, gossip, any of that nonsense um, <clears throat> until maybe maybe after or at the end of the call. Right now, I just want to have a focus of us being blessed, positivity, us being positive, how we can grow, learn, love ourselves, be spiritual, and the list goes on. So, Ronnie Kay, I don't even know if I want to put you back on. Uh, let's go with uh, Aaron. Aaron, you have anything to add to that? You you were just got done saying you were blessed. I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't operate without my teammates. Okay. Texas. What are you blessed with? Oh, gee, I got on mute, Ronnie. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> there you go, Ronnie. Oh, wow. what are you? Yeah, what I, are you blessed with? I'm blessed and thankful for uh, good, good. Uh, person to, or a man to have a conversation with, like Face One One One, also known as Aron, down there in Texas, and Jeffrey. He's been he's been very helpful. Good, just good people. And wild yeah. turkey. I like wild turkey. Okay, what about your family? What about your uh, your kids, your wife, family, oh, people around you, uh, your oh, house? Well, your yard, well, they, or you, yeah, the, the vegetables no, really, and fruit that you're you're getting no, off the, off of your land. I mean, stuff like that is what I want to hear. No, I, I usually eat at a travel center, and my family kind of sucks. Just want to drive a truck. I'm thankful for this job to get the hell away from them. They drive me crazy. Oh, stop it! You don't agree? Don't you ever just want to get get away and where no one knows your name and all that? No, I haven't. Sorry. You know, making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking, you know, taking a break from all the worries, you know, it helps a lot, you know. <laughs> what are you what are you giggling about? I'm being blessed and thankful. Oh, I was That was your buddy that was your buddy um Aaron. Yeah, I was just I was Giggling, I was just watching YouTube, and some guy said that the Earth is round. So I was laughing. Well, he shows no, he up wasn't. a lot of times. He was laughing at you, Rodney. Well, he trolls these calls a lot of times when I'm on. He he shows up somehow. I think law fans sending out Skype messages that you're on or someone. So I don't. But he's a good guy, you know, on the phone. I don't know his. Talks you deal though. That's 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 y'all's deal. Again, I just want this to be a blessed call. Thank Thanksgiving is two days away. 
I was going to do a call on Wednesday night. I want to, I want to start changing my call from Tuesday to Wednesday. I decided last minute to do this call because I know everyone's going to be busy Wednesday, Thursday, and hopefully everyone's given thanks. And for everybody, I'm thankful for Donald J. Trump. You're done with what? I'm thankful for Donald J. Trump. And why? I'm thankful for for banks and uh, technology, uh, the record, and, uh, you know... And don't forget the child porn. The corporate state, yeah, and the child porn. Stop it with the child porn, really. That's sick. That's what we agree. We agree. Seriously. Jeff put, um, this is Trump's America now, boys. Trump president now. You know, about eight years ago, Obama president now. <laughs> okay, I I really I, again. This is a blessing call. Seriously, are you not Trump's... a free? Go ahead. Are you not happy Trump's president? I, I don't care who's president. <laughs> That's a corporation. It has nothing to do with me. But don't you want to see your corporations grow and benefit you, like they're supposed to? <laughs> not a citizen. Yeah, if you're a citizen, I guess. Well, I mean, they, again, they work I don't at. want. I don't want this to go into law. Please, guys. We're, we're not. We're not going into law. We're just saying it's good that they work for the. Those corporations work for the, the names on the birth record and invest in that stuff. That's good. Yeah, where are you going to get Donald Trump? Trump? Donald uh, Trump can improve okay. that. Okay. Any and did any of you guys grow a garden this year? Grow a garden. Yes. Marijuana. Vegetables and fruit, maybe? Uh, hemp oil, does that count? Vegetables and fruit? Why well, I wanna do that. I got corporations doing that for me. Yeah, I grew some uh, opium poppies. Uh, it turned out real good. All right. You guys are, you know, you're too Well, he's true. People do eat those. People do eat those. I've, I've actually gotten those from the... Uh, the health store. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how, how to about, grow them, though. How about tomatoes, lettuce, onions, potatoes, I did, I carrots, didn't plant any in, melons, in do you, watermelon, do you get, pumpkins. Do you get, yeah, do you get yours already uh, started at, like, Home Depot, or do you, like, get the seeds? Uh, I have my own seeds, and I plant them from scratch. Where'd you get the okay, seeds? Okay, uh, the seeds are coming back from the 1800s. Oh, wow. Damn. That's an old... Uh, speaking of... Uh, speaking of seeds, um, at work um, last summer, we were doing a sewer bypass, right? And uh, some of the old uh, crap inside the old pipe, you know, we put it over in this uh, containment area in the dirt, and it sat there, covered, and uh, guess what started growing out of it? <laughs> a tomato plant. <laughs> oh, yeah, plants. Yeah. <laughs> a tomato plant from yeah. uh, seeds that came out of somebody's butt. That's kind of cool. Or, 
sort of went into the round. Well, round. I wonder how old that seed. It could have been like George Washington's seed at one point. You know what I mean? Well, whatever. So anyway, I picked the tomatoes and took them home, made them soft. Hey, uh, just to notice you that if you read chat grabber from uh, from Mike's uh, call last night, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey put in Cheyenne Odeed, it looked like, but he was trying to say Shay Odeed because she was snoring loud oh. on the call. <laughs> so if you, if you see it spelled C-H-E-Y, he meant Shay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's just funny. I'm, somebody... I'm sorry, what was this? Shay, on the call last night, she called in the Mike's call. And if you look on chat grabber, because she's snoring, Jeffrey typed in C-H-E-Y-O-D. So if you see that, he meant Shay. No, he says shy. Yeah, so he's the one who's posting that I'm doing uh, drugs and IV, and he posted some Cheyenne that got busted. Well, you know what, no, Jeff? I'm to, I will fucking I'm to tell you, have your hang ass. On. I'm trying to tell you that when he spells it C-H-E-Y, he's he's trying to say Shay. He doesn't know how she spells her name. But, yeah, I do think he's the one coming on the call and making those little goofy sounds. Uh, that's that's got to be him. Well, you know what, Jeff? have balls, and come on the phone. But, again, this call is is not about any of this. It is about blessings. <laughs> He's probably thankful for his bird. He's always chirping in the background. Okay, apparently you're snitching, Rodney. But, again, that's what Jeff's saying. Again, this is about blessings, what we had for the past year. I'm not going to go into law. I'm not going to go into golf gossip. I'm not going to go into he did, she did, she said that, who, whatever. Today, is tonight is just what we are blessed with, God. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're thankful and blessed that I noticed you of the uh, the typo error. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to mute you out. <clears throat> no, I'll avoid that order. Whatever. Avoid it. How, how are you going to avoid it? Okay, Janine, you're on the call. I'm going to move these guys out. I just wanted wanted it to be a blessing call. That's it. What we were blessed with this year. That's all I want. I don't want gossip. He said, she said. Look at everyone run. Oh, it's not going to be a gossip call. Damn. Hate when that happens. Yes, Janine. That's what I want on this call. Yes. Please call in.
Thank you. Maybe we can do, um, I don't know, something. Um, let's make it something huge for uh, the end of this year. I mean, Thursday is Thanksgiving. I think Wednesday is yours. Um, let's just have a blessed call. That's all. Uh, some people they sell celebrate uh, Christmas um, with Santa Claus. I don't do any of that. Now I was huge on decoration. I am huge on decoration. But nowadays I watch what I decorate. I, basically, mine was just on the seasons. Hi, Janine. Welcome. Evening, Cheyenne. How are you? I'm going good. How are you? Oh, all right, all right. Not not good. too good today, but no, that's okay. Um, you, you you mentioned that this was a um a blessing call. Um, and seeing it's your call, um, yeah, would be lovely to hear uh, what you, you you've got to say about your I'm sorry, someone else wanted to speak? Law fan? Yeah, it's I am. Yeah, why yes. am I blocked? Why are you blocked from chat? Yeah, why am I blocked? Huh? I'll unblock you. Are you happy then? Yeah. yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Thank you. There you go. Okay, so, Janine, I, Janine, I just wanted to have a a, a quick call on... Whoever was blessed this year, what we learned, what they learned, and do a prayer at the end of the call for the next year. I don't I don't know. Sounds wonderful. I was blessed by meeting a lot of new people. I was blessed by learning a lot of stuff. Their stuff. I was blessed by putting a lot of stuff into action. Mm-hmm. Some worked, some did not. I got to see why certain things did not. And I I think I got that now. Um, blessing. Um, how about health? How about wisdom? How about knowledge? I mean, there's so many blessings out there that most of us, or all of us, have been blessed with, but we don't notice it. And then it goes back to, uh, how about how many people meditate? A lot of people don't meditate. A lot of people don't focus on their bodies. Exercise. I don't know, Janine. I just wanted to do a... Who knows where this is going to go. I'm sure I'm going to be already kicked down on that. Uh, Phase one I already put 
Keith yawning. Well, then face one, leave the call. It's very simple. This is Jesus' call. I'm sorry, it's my call. Janine, am I making any sense? Yeah, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful um, thing. And we don't do it enough, do we? I mean, we, you know, we get on and a lot of us, you know, there's people here that just run other people down. Um, But what about lifting each other up? What about supporting each other? You know, what about giving thanks for what we've got? No, there's nothing like that anymore. No, like you're saying. Exactly, thank you. Yeah. For one thing, I'm I'm thankful for for my children. You know, um, my oldest one, for example, just this morning, you know, the dog was scratching at the door and I said, can you let her out? And he turned around to me and he said, well, that mystery has been solved. As in, who let the dogs out? You know the song? Oh, let the dogs Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? He's, my son is really, my son is really quick. So, you know, my girls are scratching at the door and I say, can you let them out, you know? And he goes, well, that, that mystery is solved. I let the dogs out. <laughs> You know, and and he just comes out with these one-liners, and they're just it just cracks me up. I'm very grateful, and it's just those little things that I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? He's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, he's eight. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And he already has it down. He's getting it. He's getting it. Oh, he's, he's always, yeah, he's always been like that. He comes out with these just one-liners that just, yeah, they're just, they're incredibly funny. Yeah. He's going to make it in the law. One-liners. He'll make it. Actually, he'd be good with this, you know, um, with, um, he'd be good with, like, Carl stuff because he's just so calm. Um, nothing seems to phase him. You know, he can be on his own for hours or he can be up on stage, you know, um, in front of hundreds of people, you know, and then and then he wins, you know, Town High's Got Talent. <laughs> he wins a contest, you know. <laughs> and it just nothing seems to phase him. He's just amazing. And your other son is how old? 15? <laughs> My other son is 16, and he's 16 amazing now. too. Yeah, 16. Yeah, he's amazing too. He's um, yeah, he's he keeps his room tidy. Um, he just he sees something that's dirty, he goes and cleans it up. Um, yeah, I just yeah. So, so you're blessed with two, both of your sons. I I am I am blessed with two wonderful boys. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, young men now, but, uh, yep. 
you know, and their dad, their dad, yeah, and their 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 dad, you know, we're not together, but he's he's a good man, you know, he's a, he's a good man, he's he's supportive. If ever I'm in trouble and he knows that I'm having a really really bad day, and I cannot get out of bed, he goes, no worries, I'll be there. You know, so he's there. It's it's amazing. So I, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. I'm very thankful for um, all the friends on TalkShoe that I've met. And um, through this wonder, wonderful device called TalkShoe, you know, we've been able to communicate and uh, talk to each other, something that we probably would have never met any other way. And I think that's it's awesome, you know, wonderful. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I had to mute out because my friend was coming coming home and the dogs were going nuts. They'd like to <laughs> greet them. But yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. I mean, we are so we are blessed so many different ways that we don't even realize how we are blessed in so many different ways. Oh yeah, yep. And people don't realize that. <clears throat> yep. Okay, face one put, I'm thankful. Oh, my God. Really, face one? I'm thankful my golden is at his resting place. God bless his soul. And info, he translated to us. Okay, I I could be taking that the wrong way. I'm thankful. I'm thankful Mike Golden is in a permanent resting place. God bless his soul and the information he's translated to us. I can still hear his voice. So. Again, I could be taking that the wrong way because Mike was a very good friend of mine. Yes. No, well, you know, he's saying that he's very, very thankful that he he knew of Mike and he actually, you know, was able to impart his knowledge um and now he's 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 resting. So No, he went to no he, he see that you know, everyone has their own opinion when you pass away. My opinion only is you took your last breath on this life and you took your new breath into the new life. Does that make any sense? Yep. Yep. There's been there's been many, many stories of people who have died and come back. Many stories. Well it's not the idea of coming back is you just left this life. You let you you passed your let your last breath and then the new beginning and you you Sorted your new breath into that new beginning. Yep, yep. And we don't know what that is. I mean, yeah, you could do a lot of people have, have, almost like the same thing you said. They end up, um, oh, geez, what's the word I want? They end up dying and then looking for further, and then they came back. Well, that's not how you end up wording it, but 
Yeah, they've died and then they've been brought back to life, you know, probably through, you know, through doctors or something like that. Is that what you mean? No, whatever you end up mentioning earlier, they end up coming back to this life. See, that's another thing, Janine, uh, and this is, this has been proven many, many times over, that when a person, even an animal, is ready to pass away, they want to pass. But us humans don't want them to pass. So therefore, we leave them into this life, and they want to go into their next life. If there is one. I'm saying if there is this life, there should be another life out there. My opinion only. But a lot of people don't, and I've seen it with my one dog. My son and I, she was, God, how old was she? She's a pit bull. She was 16 years old. Her health was bad. We had a we end up, how old was she? Oh, I cried like a baby. She was, um... She was family. Yeah. Uh, now, she ended up She ended up getting, um... That's where you end up having to get your uh, pets fixed. And what is odd is when I was growing up, we never got our pets fixed. But now they're huge on that, getting, getting your pets fixed. Anyhow, this dog... We never got her fixed. She was like 14, and we ended up paying close to two grand to um, get her fixed and also do surgery. Cause she hit, can someone move out? Gotta be Rodney K. So anyhow, we ended up paying a lot of money, and I cried like a baby when we were signing the papers. She's not going to make it. She's not going to make it because of her age. She made it. No sucker, she made it. And then, uh, what was it, a year or two later, she died. She died. She ended up coming into bed. My son ended up picking her up, carrying her up on the steps, putting her on the bed. No sooner she got on the bed. She looked at me. Janine, she was like, her eyes were black. I mean, it was like she was staring right into you. And then her breathing was different, which I didn't know that at the time, but it's a death breath. I didn't know that. And then my son and I, we said goodbye. And then we let my friend talk to her because he was the one that was keeping her alive. I go back that you can keep animals and people alive because you you have to see that physical body. People think that they have to see that physical body, and you don't. Let's go away from that one.
again. Blessing call. Okay, right. Thank you. Yeah, I was sitting here thinking, I was listening to someone read that comment, and I've listened to several of those uh, calls, and I am, believe me, I am blessed to have that uh, ability to uh, listen to all those calls of uh, Mike Golden. Can you can you explain more about the theory that uh, smart meters did that, how you, like your history with them, or how'd you know them? Like, do you think it was a smart meter situation, you know? And Oh, I don't know about him. I just know that... Um, um, I believe those calls are a blessing. You know, you get to hear a lot of, you know, Russ and uh, Stu... What's that guy? Crazy guy. Uh, Stu Webb, yeah. He was on the call. Colin, uh, Colin was on the call. I think you're friends with Carl. I eventually got into smart meters. Um, I, I don't recall how, but I realized about the chemtrails and et cetera, et cetera, and then that took me into the smart meters. And then uh, I was talking to other people, and one time Mike and I, we, we were speaking about smart meters and then uh, taking pictures, and then that's I still left it alone. And then Mike ended up coming back to me. He says, oh, my God, they want to put a smart meter on my water and my gas. I said, you have to be kidding. You look up the codes and see how you can stop them. Look how you can stop them, Mike. And then in the meantime, that's when it's sort of on Pennsylvania, is when they were trying to do the same thing in other states. That's where I started getting involved with smart meters. But apparently, California is huge on water meters and electric smart meters. And it's they're trying to run their course. I stopped it in Pennsylvania on my house. I stopped it. Yeah, I was wondering if you could tell us more about the blessing that is my, you know, Jake Bauer's calls. How did you know? I mean, were you like, how'd, you, how'd y'all meet? Or were y'all friends or chat regularly? I think Carl said he was house with We talked person. all the time. We talked at least five, six, seven days a week on Skype, if not on the call. Mike would always call me, one. Two, I met him years ago, years ago, through another different friend. That friend ended up introducing a bunch of us together. We end up having many different groups and many different topics. Mike somehow took a liking to me. A couple of us took a liking to each other, and we end up drifting off from the groups and doing our own thing. Does that answer your question? Yeah, kind of. I think you said a couple times, I heard you say you were cooking. You called him like a day before he... He went on to the. Well, he was he was eating pancakes. I used to I used to get my I used to get my honey from him. 
Oh, man, California honey. Seriously, Rod, stop it. Yeah, I like raw. I like raw honey, seriously. He he got it from his neighbor's farm. I would buy it from him just to help him out because he would get maybe a buck or two, three, whatever, just to help him out. I just spent thirteen dollars. So I would buy from him. Big old local bottle of honey, thirteen dollars for honey. But it's well, you know they're mixing they're mixing like corn sugar and stuff in that and calling it honey. I only buy from farms. That's it. I buy my milk from farms. I buy my eggs from farms. Yeah. Everything is done by farms, and I make sure the farms are legit. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm blessed to have the ability to access his calls, you know, hours and hours of wisdom. All right, I'll mute up. Also, I did my own garden, fruit and vegetables. Huh? I mean, it's very simple. The The only thing I have to do or say about Mike is that guy that was living with him I think his name was Brian. Mike never told me about a Brian. He did say that someone was staying with him, but he did not mention a name. After Mike passed, that guy, Brian, I guess it was Brian, I'm just going to say someone put out in massive emails that Mike passed. And apparently they added a whole bunch of other stuff. I never seen the emails. I don't want to see them. Mike was a good guy. So, yeah, I'm blessed for having good people in my life. Did, was, I don't know him, um, was he on a talk show or something? Was he Cheyenne? I'm sorry, what? Was he on, did he have a talk show or or something? He, he or? had two, yes. Oh, wow. He had one on a um, talk show. And the other one was, um, I forget what the other one was called. And then after that, he was, he was he was going big, and then somehow he passed away. Is that is, is did did Colin take over his 
Um, call in, yes, call in the Amber. Yes, call in the Amber. Amber. Um, did try to take over the call. I guess it failed. I have no clue what happened. I did not listen to it. I don't even think I ever listened to that call, to be honest. I was too much missing Mike. Was was that the, the one like the American Reconstruction Project or something? Yes. Yes. Oh, is that okay? All right. So I could I could Google that and then go back and listen to his earlier shows. His shoes. Yes. And even okay. quarrels on them. Wow. Wow. Actually, I think that's um, the biggest start with Carl. He ended up getting onto on uh, Mike's call. And then actually after Mike, Mike passed away, I ended up getting in touch with Carl and asked him to do Saturday night's calls. Okay. And actually, but... It was actually uh, Greg and Carl at that time. And Greg wanted to do T-shirts. He wanted to start selling shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was just interested in Carl to start taking over Saturday's call because Mike's, Mike's running around. So anyhow, I want good info to be put out on Saturday night's call. That's all I wanted. And Mike handled his calls very well. No, I've never heard of him, um, and I've never listened to him. I'm going to go back. I'll have to go and listen to those, see what they're about. Okay. Oh, got me crying now. Oh, Oh. Anyone else have any blessings? Good night. 
Janine, want to say a prayer? Want to call? Oh, no, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, okay. Um. And then after that, maybe we'll start talking about what we're going to make for uh, Thanksgiving. Let's get a yeah. few more uh, recipes out there. So, God, we just want to um, thank you uh, for the, all the blessings that you have given us and touched our heart with this year. Um, we are so very fortunate to know you and uh, and thank you for uh, giving us the Holy Spirit who does give us comfort in times, uh, in our lowest times. May, and for the rest of the year, may we lie, cheat and steal. May we lie underneath the stars that you have created and the sun coming up in the morning. May we cheat time and enjoy our passing and may we steal precious moments away to lie in your arms and your comfort. We ask this for all on earth at this time. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, I wish everyone a blessed day on Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever whenever it comes to your area. Um, let's all bless what we end up having, what we had or have, However you, however you want to word it. So, Janine, being that said, what when is your Thanksgiving? Oh, we don't have Thanksgiving over here. You don't? So, no, no, that's just an American thing. Um, um, there oh. is a story behind Thanksgiving, isn't it? Well, I don't know what the story is. Do you know what the story is behind Thanksgiving? No, I don't. You know what? That's a very... Thank you for bringing that up. Somebody... I don't know. I did... Uh, look, don't quote me on it, but I did hear something about um, Thanksgiving. The Indians don't sort of celebrate Thanksgiving because it was a time when a lot of their tribes got massacred or something, but Look, don't quote me on it. I'm going to have to uh, Google the real reason behind Thanksgiving because there's probably another one. And it could have been something that I just read off the internet that wasn't even true. So I'll, I'll Google that while we're, while, we're, um, while we're talking here. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? That that was an excellent question. Um, and I really feel stupid on this one. What is Jeff? Get on the call. You're on chat. Get on the call. Right now, I'm in. I'm in my kitchen. Okay, let's have a look. According to Wikipedia, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day is a public holiday celebrated on the fourth Thursday in November in the United States. It's, it originated as a harvest festival. Thanksgiving has been celebrated nationally on and off since 1789 after the proclamation by George Washington. It has been celebrated as a federal holiday every year since 1863 when, during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our benefit uh, to our benefit father who dwelled in the heavens to be celebrated on the last Thursday in November. Together with Christmas and the New Year, Thanksgiving is a part of the broader holiday season. It says the event that the Americans commonly call the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World in 1621. This feast lasted three days and, as accounted by attendee um, Edward Winslow, it was attended by 90 American, Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. The New England colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating Thanksgiving or days of prayer, thanking God for blessings such as military victory or the end of a drought. So that's wonderful. So you must have known what it was all about because um, it's, it's thanking God and days of prayer for, for the blessings. Oh. So if you didn't know that, Cheyenne, obviously you knew it in your heart. No, what you just said makes sense. And yes, I was raised with that theory. But somehow I got away from the, I don't want to say I got away from the Bible. Um, I got away from a lot of stuff. That's why I have you. Bring me back. Yeah. Well, what what I, I, the Bible is the Bible. You know, we don't need the Bible to say you can't kill. You know, it's, you, you know, um, you wouldn't like to be killed, so you don't do it to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. So we don't need the Bible for that. And it's also in the Bible that God is a living God. That means we don't need that dead word. It's words on a paper. They're not live. God is alive. So we talk to him now. And he does answer our prayer. You know, he answered mine when I said, what can I do about my sister's? He gave me Carl Lentz. 
okay? A man with who's as you know whose heart is actually bigger than his is, you know that he, than he is. He's got an enormous heart, and um, yes, he comes across as crass and everything like that. But the man is a genius, and um, yeah, he's a good man. And what Bible are you actually reading from? Because I know they end up changing a lot of the Bible, just like with education in the schools, just like with code and statutes, they're always changing. Not to be a smart ass here. No, no. Well, you know, I've I've heard the King James, um, you know, but I've got I've got diff- different Bibles, and it's good. Um, you know, and the, the original, the original Bibles, because they were in the language that they were written in, they didn't have, they, you know, the three or four words in our English would describe one of their words. So that's why it, I think it changes, doesn't it? Well, we ended up having a Bible. I think it was back, and I ended up mentioning this one, uh, Sonia's call. What did I end up going back to? I think 18 or 13. I think it was 13 something that we ended up getting hold of this Bible. I also have dictionaries. Uh, They go back to um, 1800. Let's just say I had them. Who knows where they are now? But the older, the better I would like to listen to than the new stuff because they end up changing all the time. Just like Uh, the codes and statues. Didn't you say that you had a Bible from 1611 or something? Yeah. I know know that your your son got it and couldn't read Mm -hmm. it or something and he gave it to you. Yes. Yep. That's one I'm trying to find, and I'm trying to find my uh, dictionaries as well. That might take uh, hopefully one more month. But yeah, the older the better. And actually, this these books came from my family. Well, the dictionaries came from my family. The um, the Bible. My son ended up buying buying it offline or online, sorry. And yes, he he couldn't read it. And I was shocked on that because he is so intelligent. (laughs) I was very shocked on that one. He's like, what? And now he's jonesing to get it back. And I only have one more unit to uh, clean out, and I pray it's still there. I don't think they would end up taking that Bible. Or they threw it away. Uh, 
Okay. We can just pray and hope and pray that it's still there. Yeah. In a box somewhere, very safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's all we can do. I mean, if it was meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, then uh, bless the next person who has it. That's all I can say. Not going to cut the person down as far as in stealing it or using it or however the wording you want to use. I mean, that's another thing. When you go back to how you are blessed, you're you're actually you end up running the people that steal, lie, cheat. And it's up to you to either one, you want to stay with that person, and it could be a friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, cousin, nephew, neighbor. And it's up to you all. Um, do you want to still be around those people that are doing that stuff? I mean, that's that's the person's call. That's the people's call. Now, a lot of people, they end up saying that I've been screwed by this person, that person, I'm the, I've been a victim, I've been this, I've been that. But no, you have not. It's up to you to enter that world of that person. Agree? Yes, not. Already. I mean, I don't know if I, if I. If I made any sense, but it's up to you to be around the right people. Period. Does that make any sense to anyone? You can be around negative people, you can be around positive people. That's your call. I'm not around the chat board. So I have no clue what is being said. Alrighty then. It's nine twenty two. I was really hoping we would have more people on this call to what they were blessed with. But guess not. Whatever. No biggie. On that note, I'm going to end this call. You will have a great week. A blessing to Thursday, however you want to call it, and um, I'll see you all soon. Blessings.
Hey, sorry, Cheyenne, I was getting some water. Would you like to speak some more? No, no, that's it. No, I was just talking to you. That's that's all it is. But um, it's wonderful that God created this earth for us and, um, you know, that we can grow, um, grow food and have beautiful water um, and, you know, and being able to enjoy the nature you know, and that's what he gave us. Just gave us so many wonderful things. My friend, she's just come back from the Kiwi too. You know, she. I asked her about it this morning. I said, what happened? She said, well, we flew to Hawaii. We went to New York. We jumped on the Kiwi too in New York. You know, they went up to Nova Scotia in Canada. And she said, and when we were up there, she said it was the changing of the leaves. You know, and she said it was just... God-like. She said, we could not possibly do what God has done. You know, she said just to, you know, be there and just see how, you know, you've got your reds and your browns and your yellows and your deep and, and your deep deep reds as well. And she said, and then poking at the very, very top, she said, through all this expansive colour of reds and orange and yellow, she said, was this the top of a pine tree and it was green and she said it was just awesome it was so beautiful so and yeah, what location was, was that oh well she's um, i saw her today but she was uh canada she went to canada, canada. on the qe2 yeah just a couple you don't of weeks have ago. that you don't have that where you live change it of the lease um if we had the right sort of trees there may be one or two, but I'm talking about hundreds, you know. No, we don't have that. So what is your, uh, what is your weather? <laughs> weather now? Um, <laughs> what is your weather year-round? Well, uh, it depends what's what, where you are in, in Australia. Where I am, it's tropical. You know, you'd be lucky if it got down to 14 degrees in winter sometimes it can sometimes i think it's got down to about four <laughs> in the in the dead of winter but no not usually it's um it's a very, very mild winter really we have mild winters and hot summers um down south uh, new south wales you know in the in the snowy area you know they have snow you know in winter um, yeah, I'm up more tropical, tropical, arid, sort of, semi-arid. So actually you, can, you actually, where you live, you can grow year-round. Uh, not really where I live. You have to grow drought-tolerant um, and stuff for, like, the tropics where where I live. But in winter, yes, in winter you can grow, you know, celery and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm looking for a place that you can grill year-round uh, to move to. Because um, that's all I want to do. I want to uh, set up a pond with fish and, and uh, lettuce. And then on the other side, I want to have maybe a cow or two, a goat, many of chickens, and then many of uh, fruit trees and vegetables. That's all I'm asking right. for. 
But don't they uh, don't they also do those? Oh, what are those? They're like houses. They're like greenhouses where you can just mm-hmm. yes. if you set them up right. They they right. they produce yeah they produce year round. They'll just produce food year round if you set them but up I'm right. Also, right, but I'm also looking for the pond that you end up doing the pond. I forget what it's called, but you do the pond. And then you, um, the fish, the fish is underneath, and then you can do all your um, basically vegetables, and uh, they will eat hot, yeah, hot, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there there is some stuff on on the net about aquaponics, and it's a good system. It apparently it's a totally really good system. Mm-hmm. Yes, of, it is. The, because the the stuff that the fish don't want goes go, that's the fertilizer for the for for the for the growing for the veggies right yeah right i compost all my stuff uh i my my house where i got evicted uh, i had chickens um i had a huge garden uh mm. i compost all my stuff even down to the leaves the I used to juice a lot you got grinds from that if I didn't use the grinds from that in my baking I would throw that in the compound compost pile or the chickens and they would eat that up and the more they ate that up that was I mean you you got to recycle and just with the eggs on my chickens you buy a dozen of eggs, or just one egg. You have to buy a dozen. So you buy a dozen from the grocery store, and then you would look at my eggs from my chickens. What a night and day difference! Night and yeah, day your, your eggs difference would have been really yellow. Yep, almost like an orange. Yep, yep. And they were like a pale. What you end up buying from the grocery store. It was like a yeah. pale. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, pale lemon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost yeah. like a lemon. Yep. And these chickens, they were so smart. I forgot. And I came from a farm. Everyone either had a horses, they had a chicken farm, they had, everyone had a different farm. And then my father came from a large family. So every family, would grow something different if not split it or if not grow the same thing. So my grandpa would always just grow potatoes. And all of us kids, the cousins, would pick would would end up picking those potatoes and it, and we would share it with the other families. It, I mean you wouldn't believe how much potatoes we would get that my dad he ended up in his basement, he ended up putting up like a little wall, uh, pre-sided wall, and that's where all, all of our potatoes would go. And that would last us into the fall, winter, and spring, if not more. But again, all the family, the, my dad's family, sisters and brothers, uh, green peppers, tomatoes, uh, you name it, 
and everyone got into canning. We all got into canning. We would can all that stuff for the winter. So that is that if, easy? Is that easy to do to can to can food? Oh my God! Is oh my God! Yes, it's very so simple. Okay. You can either you can either blatch it and throw it in the freezer, or you can can it. My choice is canning. So every fall at my house, I would end up picking because I would have different things in my garden. And then I would end up canning a lot of stuff, like especially one thing would be tomatoes. So I would go up there and pick tomatoes. And then I would go down to the kitchen and I would bore them to where the skin comes off, cool them down, Take the skin off, throw them into a jar, make sure the jar is already clean, sterilized, and then put it into um, the pressure cooker. There's my tomatoes. So then I also would do tomato sauce. I would get the fresh green peppers from the garden, fresh herbs, whatever I wanted to add to the to um, the um, tomato sauce put that in a big pot, let that cook all day, and then I put it in jars, and then put it in the pressure cooker, and then we're done. Let that cool down and put it in my closet. I would do that with um, cucumbers. Cucumbers are actually, you you can grab them, and actually they are a pickle before they end up turning into cucumbers. So it depends on when you would end up picking them. So I would end up picking pickles and then also cucumbers, and then I would make a cucumber salad. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, I would can the cucumbers with onions. I mean, I did all kinds of shit. Um... Melons. Wow. You can you can can or blatch anything that you grow. Okay. And, it got, and my dogs, I'll let you speak after this. My dogs would go up to the garden. Also, my chickens. My chickens would actually pick the bugs or whatever or whatever I seeds I would plant. The little suckers. They would get in there and dig out the seeds and eat them. But um. My dogs would actually go up there to the garden and pick whatever they wanted. And I used to have pictures of this. I lost the pictures. But I would have the girls come down, and one would have a squash. One would have a sweet potato. One would have this, whatever. And I had pictures of it. And they would bring it into the house, or I would let them outside, and they would eat away. That was awesome. They also helped me with the wood. I would go out there and pick up like sticks and small little pieces of wood, and my girls would pick that up. I would come in, or I actually would drop my, depends on what I had, but I would drop my, if it was sticks, I would, I had a little small pile or a big pile off the side of my house of just with sticks to sort of wood. And then I would go into the bigger 
uh, branches. And I had pictures of my dogs. They would have a branch, a small little piece of wood. And they would be standing by, oh, Jeannie, they would be standing by my storm door with this wood in their mouth. And they wanted to come in, go to the same room, and stack up. Wow. These animals are smart. And, and again, with the chickens. These, and, and it's, these, all these animals are so smart. And it's really getting to me to the point of, I don't, I just really want to eat their meat. I really don't. And that would be cow, chicken, you name it. The chickens, or I call them the sisters. Sisters, and I would make homemade food. Like, again, I would make homemade food for my dogs. And I would go out there and say, sisters, they're running. They're freaking running. They were so smart. And if if you go out and do the garden bed or whatever you're doing, they're right there. Okay, Mommy, what can I help you with? <laughs> yeah, they know. Um, they they do know stuff, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. People don't realize that. Actually, I mean, again, I was raised around all that. Milking the cow, milking milk the uh, goat, uh Riding horses, raising chickens, pigs, cows. Everyone, all of our neighbors had a different different area. But my dad, he had a pig, goats, chickens. Oh, and then he would also go into the wild. <clears throat> so he, would, he loved wild um, snapping turtle. So he had a big metal tub. And he would end up catching these um, turtles, and he would keep them for a month. He would wash them, feed them, and then probably a month or two, and then that's when they end up eating them. I was a little girl one time. Yeah, one time. Believe that, Janine? One time. Um, (laughs) And he ended up having that tub on the side of the porch. I seen this turtle in there. I was probably four, or five, four or five years old. I'm like, why is this turtle in there? He's got to get out and be free, right? So I started putting my hands in there, and that sucker tried to bite me. Well, thank God, thank goodness, my brothers, my two brothers, came along. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm trying to get the turtle out." Well, it's a snapping turtle. I said, "Well, what is a snapping turtle?" turtle. I didn't know. Well, there, watch. You put anything in there, he'll snap. Well, they end up putting a stick in there, he snapped. Like, holy shoot. Okay, then what is the difference with turtles? Because 
years ago, oh my God, Janine, can you can you remember years ago you used to be able to buy small little turtles? Here you could. Yeah. yeah. They were just little baby turtles that did not grow. Hey, uh, you can buy them here now. Can you? Because here you can't. I, I don't think you can. Yeah, little turtles they put in. Yeah, they have. Yeah, like a little. You can put them in the. You can put them in an aquarium, and they just don't grow. Yeah, they're only tiny. Yes. Well, I was I was comparing that turtle to that turtle. (laughs) I'm gonna have my fingers cut off. Try one that little sucker out of that tub. And then someone ended up mentioning me, do you realize what all you ate at the dinner table? Because she was, she was comparing to what all she ate at the dinner table. So one time I ended up asking my father, I said, what all did we end up eating at the dinner table? Because prior to that, like a year or two, that question I we were talking about possums and and raccoons and squirrels and all kinds of stuff. So two years later, this someone ended up mentioning, "Do you realize or do you know what you ate?" So I ended up asking my dad. I said, "What actually did we eat at the dinner table?" He started chuckling. I said, "Oh my, really?" What do we eat? And to this day, he will not tell me. So I'm, gu- I'm guessing we eat a lot of groundhog. I know we eat a lot of squirrel because my grandmother loves squirrel. Tastes just like chicken. So I'm guessing we eat a lot of groundhog. But I'm also guessing we fed them well. Because my dad wouldn't, and my mom wouldn't, just like catch them and kill them and eat them. No, they would. They would let them there for a good two months to clean them out. Which I am a witness to that one. Not knowing what what I was eating. But Janine, one time I was four years old. I'm guessing three, four years old. <clears throat> they end up cutting the chicken's heads off, right? Uh, apparently, my family had this big thing of, I guess, all the cousins and everyone got together and got all the chickens together. Or, I guess, you know, whatever's, uh, who knows. Um, but, I, I, no, it was, I, no, sorry. It was just my family. So they had this big table, and it was a, um, to cut off or to get the chickens for the meat for the winter. So they had the baskets there. They had the water there. They had everything that they needed to be there. And, again, I was I was young, four years old. I'm guessing four, four or five years old. Well, they end up cutting the, the head off this one chicken. 
And that was the first time I seen that, and it was gross. I started running. Wouldn't you know that chicken everywhere I went? A chicken went. I had a chicken. I'll never forget that. And everyone's laughing at me. I'm running, and that chicken, headless chicken, is running after me. I went out with um, one day. I remember one day I went out with my dad to check on the cattle. He went out to the paddock and uh, we found this echidna, you know, like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Little hedgehog or spiny ant. Anyway, it's an echidna. And I said, oh my gosh, can I have it as a pet, please, dad? So he put it in the back of the, yeah, he put it in the back of the Land Rover. And I'm thinking, oh, you beauty, you know, he's like, oh, what do you want that for, you know? And I went, oh, please, you know, like, and he put it in the back of the ute and I thought, oh, you beauty, I'll have a pet now. And uh, I got home and um, there, there, there was an Aboriginal woman who used to cook for us and she cooked it up. <laughs> so the meat, the meat is very sweet, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, you just let it cook it. Uh, it was already, yeah, no, it was already, by the time I knew she was cooking it, it was already cooked. <laughs> yes, only, if only we, if only we knew what we end up eating when we were kids. I mean, I thought I knew, but when it, and I should have known better when it came to possums and stuff like that. I should have known better because one job I was on and there was a guy that he, that's all he would pick. He was from the city of Philadelphia and that's all he would do. He would end up um, getting the uh, biting tur- turtles and possums. And he would put them, he would also put them in different tubs and leave them there or feed them, wash them. And then he would eat them like a month or two later. I think that's what ended up getting me to talk to my dad. What did we end up eating? And he would just chuckle. He would just chuckle. So who knows what I ate? But it was all healthy. I mean, at least at least they took the time out for a month or two to wash them and then feed them the good stuff. But back then, we didn't have the GMO. We didn't have anything of that nonsense. But I guess the parents were concerned, I don't know if that's the proper word I want to use, but they just wanted to clean whatever we're eating, clean out, put vegetables in, and then we would eat. Does that make any sense? I don't know. 
Yeah, it's amazing what our parents feed us sometimes, eh? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It was all good. It was all good. Yeah. It was all good. My grandmother I mean, was huge into uh, squirrels. And where I'm at now, she would have a field day because that's all you have is squirrels. So what does neighbors... that meat taste like? Is it, is it a sweet meat, squirrel meat? What sort of, what does that taste like? Chicken. Squirrel actually tastes like chicken. Wow. Yep. 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 Oh, she would have a field day where I'm at now because that's all you see is squirrels. Barely you, you will see a bunny rabbit. I have not seen a deer yet. Um, groundhog I've seen one time. I mean, many of different um, wild life I have not seen, but I'm, I'm also seeing that most of the neighbors are using the um, pesticides. Um, so one neighbor right beside me, he was um, thrown out because he didn't want uh, dandelions, which we both know they are so healthy for you. And he's putting down the spray, and I had tomatoes and uh, green peppers. And I yelled at him, don't you dare put any of that stuff near my plants. But when it rains, all of the rainwater comes over here. So kill all my plants. People just, people don't realize what they are doing to Mother Earth, period. Period. When shit comes down, what are they going to eat, Janine? What well, are they going to that's eat? That, that's that amazing saying from those Indians. I had it up here on my wall for a long time. You know, only when the only when the you know all the lakes are poisoned and the last tree has been cut down and the last food is eaten, will you realise you can't eat money? You know, you, you just you just you can't do it. You know, the, uh, it's uh, it's not even real. It's plastic. I'm seeing more waste here where I'm at now than where I came from. They are wasting away so much stuff here. It's just totally unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. And chemtrails? Oh, my God. It would be nothing for you to see at least 30 to 50 a day. And I asked, where are the farms? Because normally they try to go towards the farms. Yeah. Yeah. My opinion only. Oh. Sorry, I made cookies. I made cookies. No, well, whatever. I'm just about to grab some light cheese because I I bought two bags on the way home this morning, and I'm like, they're in the fridge, and it's it's quite hot here at the moment. I went, oh, nice cold light cheese. It's awesome. I'll go grab some. I, I'm yeah. going to um, the farmer's market tomorrow. They're 
I'm hoping they're going to have a special. But it's a um, farmer's market that actually came from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And they have it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But tomorrow or this week, they're having it Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm hoping to go there tomorrow afternoon. And I normally always try to go there Saturday, uh, about when they close, because that's when you get really, really good deals. And beans I can't grow. I can't grow nothing here. And the other thing I can grow here without putting it in a pot is just um, onions so far. Everything else I'm putting in a pot. Yeah. Can you you get like a little grow bed or doing something like that? Everything is like sand here. Everything stands here. Oh, wow. Yeah, but see, in those aquaponics, you don't need any dirt. That's the thing. Well, I don't have that here. Yeah. Yeah. But I am definitely seeing a a difference from where I came from to this state. I'll go back to my state. Where where, where did you come from, though? I'm not going to put it on. I'm not going to put it on there. Oh, no. Okay, that's fine. Okay, but where you are now, it's just the soil is just totally different. Yes. Wow. Wow. And the reason I'm not putting it on air because of certain people. That's okay. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't have to, don't. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Say no more. Yeah. But anyway, it's just, so where you came from last time, it was much better soil, put it that uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And is it is it is it the whole state or is it just probably areas where you are that's that's got that sandy? Whole state. Whole the state. whole state. Oh, wow. Now, with all the leaves that are falling down, I'm trying to mix it all up. I already did a compost pile. I actually did three. And then with the leaves, I'm trying to put them off to the side um, where the flowers might be or the vegetables. And that's what irks me. People always want to throw out their their, uh, leaves. That's Mother Nature that recycles and it gives you black Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous soil. And they want to throw it all away. Well, that's... uh, uh, Who was that? That, There's that guy who's got that YouTube clip. It's called Back to Eden. And he was having a hard time. He was a farmer and he was having such a hard time pulling out weeds, you know. It was just so labour-intensive. So he prayed to God. And then he went into the the forest and saw how the forests do it, where the leaves just keep compacting and falling down and they make a covering for the earth and they decay and then everything grows. 
uh, and then he got it. He got it. So he, he all all his earth is just all covered with with stuff like that. He never throws anything exactly. away, and the most beautifulest compost, just incredible exactly. stuff. Exactly. And now he doesn't even water now. Right. It's all the the earth. It, the earth is self-sustaining. We've just got to get out of the way and just let it do its thing. Exactly. That's what I always did. Yeah. Now, my friend, he thinks that because this is his house, he thinks you got to always throw it out to the side of the street for them to pick up the leaves. I, hello. Let the nature take care of itself. You don't want sand. Then let the leaves alone. So what I do behind his back, I'll throw it onto different areas. <laughs> and he knows that what I uh, what I did to my house. You don't throw out the leaves. You just let them lay. Yeah. Plain time. Then you then you want to gather them gather them up and put them and, and mulch them. And then there's your um, there's your mulch for the weeds, and plus the flowers. Sorry, I'm, I'm loading up my uh, my dryer right now. But I mean, people just if shit would go down, Janine, <clears throat> how can they actually feed themselves? They're killing, they're putting down. Roundup, we both know what Roundup is. Um, yeah. And also, they want to know why their animals are dying. Well, they're putting all that shit down on their grass. So their dogs are end up, or their animals are dying. Um, but when stuff comes down, what are they going to eat? They have no garden. And if they would even plant a garden, it would be full of chemicals. But they want to bitch at me because I left my dandelions up. I had a huge garden in the back. But they would bitch at me with the dandelions. And you know what? I can't tell you. There's a there's a lady that was on YouTube, and I watched her years ago. She went into the depression when she was a kid, and she went into different recipes, and that's why that's where I ended up sort started to watch her because she was going into different recipes um, for the depression that her and her family were in. Her biggest thing was daily lines. They would pick the daily lines, make soup, salad, you name it. Wow. See, daily lines are so good for you. I mean, we don't... Oh, my God, are they ever? They don't grow up here naturally. Down south, they do. You know, you can just stop by the side of the road. I wouldn't stop by the ones at the side of the road. But... You know, in fields, you just stop in fields and just pick a dandelion because they grow down there. Up here they don't, but I have managed to get some seeds and I will plant some. 
Oh, they are so healthy for you. Yeah. But it goes to show, I mean, she was trying to show what her family went through when they had no money, Great Depression. So she was just basically showing what her family went through. Yeah. I I mean, we'll be right here because if we have to, um, you know, there's... We've got here what they call wild, wild Australian spinach. It's growing everywhere. It's it's classed as a weed, right? It's classed as a weed. People just pull it out or poison it. So and it's spinach. So I'll be okay. You know, if we go into a depression, at least at least the kids will be well fed with heaps and heaps of spinach. <laughs> Yeah, uh, kale, kale, uh, kale. Is, because I live sort of in arid tropics, uh, kale would not grow here. Uh, the English spinach wouldn't grow here, but we, we do have our own Australian wild spinach, and that grows everywhere. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, my next place. That's all I'm going to plant. Plants is edible plants, flowers. Around the house, I'll still have my yeah. huge garden. But I love throughout... nasturtiums. Hey, I Thor- love nasturtiums. They have to be one of my favourite because you can eat the leaves and you can eat the flowers, and oh. it's got this real spicy, peppery taste. Awesome stuff. Mhm. I don't know if you call them nasturtiums or nasturtiums, but no, it's fun. Kale is good for you, yes. Kale is good. Oh my God, is that ever good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my next house. That's actually there was a couple of places Janine I went to, and they offer or I was gonna buy something from them. Um, it was probably on Craigslist, and I walked through their. I went through the driveway, parked my truck. And walking through their sidewalk, and that they didn't have any. Well, they did have flowers, but I'm guessing it was edible flowers. Donna and Tennant was, but in between the flowers, they would have tomato plants, green pepper plants. They would have all different kinds of different plants. So I'm like, wow, that's awesome. That's what I need to do. Well, the violet. Violets are a beautiful little plant. You can eat them. They're very good for cancer. But they're just... Oh, there's there's so many things that are good for any illness. I have a group, a small baby group on Skype that we just talk about just stuff like this. Uh, Basically, living off the grid. If you want me to add you, I would I would be more than happy to. But yeah, you can add. That that sounds wonderful. No, we I'm, just I'm go good. into um, just different um, living off the grid to planting to uh, edible garden to oh gosh, we touch so many different topics on this group. 
to health to um just so much and you always have people with wonderful information to share you know oh we done this and this worked or we did this and this didn't work and there's mm-hmm. just people have just got a wealth of knowledge out there you know of of different things well I, a good many people in my group have done it and they have posted what they have done now they end up staying away I guess for a good six months now a few of them because they were determined to get off the grid so I guess what they did they're off I mean there for a while I was posting all kinds of stuff oh my god every day I I would I I bet I was posting 20 things a day if yeah easily 20 things and there was a few people that just ate that up and then they would end up designing their own stuff and this was going on for a good year and they're, they're the people I don't hear anymore from they did it they did it wow awesome yeah yeah Living off the grid. That's the whole key. What time is it there? It is a Wednesday afternoon, one oh five PM. So I'm thinking it's eleven, eleven oh five PM where you are? Or oh, eight hang no. on. Ten. No. It has to be what ten. Okay, so um, Ten, eleven, twelve, 10, one, two. 11, 12, what okay. time is it there? One o'clock. No, no, we're wrong what? here. Okay, so okay, where you are, it's I'm fifteen hours ahead of you. Right. So I'm ten yep. p.m. Yep. And you are. I'm Wednesday. On Wednesday afternoon, 1 p.m., just 1.06 p.m. actually. So just say, yeah, yeah, 15 hours ahead. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So when was the last time you went to, um, where did you end up liking to go? The shore or somewhere that they end up having water that you end up walking? I don't know, something like that. I think you end up taking your dogs along. It was like a beach. Oh, yeah, I take them to the dog beach or I take them to the strand sometimes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How's the water there? Warm? Still warm? Oh, it's it's beautiful now, but... No, it's Aquila's just... Um, jumped on hi Aquila now it's beautiful now um, and now that it's summer now comes all the jellyfish now comes all the irukandji. Um oh the jellyfish they, they well, bite you yeah, uh, 
It's not well. We've got the, the Irukandji up here. The Irukandji is deadly. So you've got the in the warm waters, tr- the tropical waters. Now you've got the Irukandji and the box jellyfish. So, so they're what? If they bite you, you're dead. Oh, they don't bite. They actually sting you with their tentacles. Uh, uh, um, very, very, very painful. Very painful. Apparently, the Irukandji. And yes, you d- you can die. Yeah. So it's poison. Yep, yep. It's probably like a snake bite. You know, you just start um, the uh, just they sting you, and the poison goes through you, and you would probably have the same experience as if you were bitten by a I don't know cobra or something like that. After a while, you're you know uh, you'd have trouble breathing and all that sort of stuff. You've and and the burn it just burns. The irukandji just burns. Um, it's, it's very, very painful. Apparently, I haven't. I haven't been stung. Touch wood. You know, uh, my my son and I. We went to the island a couple of weeks ago, um, and we did some snorkeling. And uh, he saw this. He, you know, and I said, "I'll oh, have a look at all these fishes in the water." And then we saw this little thing floating like a butterfly. You know, it was it was doing this little incredible dance in the water and um and it turned out to be a what was it a slug was it a sea slug yeah but um yeah and you have to be careful because some of the slugs are very poisonous but uh no mckinley was uh, well hopefully well he hasn't had any reactions he's still alive so hopefully we're thinking we couldn't have been poisonous this one We really loved it. It's it's you know you get away from it all. It's only twenty minutes to go over, uh, and we took the car over and just drove around the island. And it's it, just twenty minutes away. It's just totally different. It's so laid back. Um, they are starting to build units and everything over there now, so it is starting to come commercial. But I'd say it's probably one of the least commercial islands that we have around you know, round tropical North Queensland, it's still, you know, laid back. And, uh, yeah. You take pictures for me, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, well, on, on, um, on my Skype, on my Skype, that's, I'm standing on the strand, and that's Magnetic Island in the background, so it's not far. I mean, you know, once a year they even have a, a swimming race from from Townsville over to Magnetic Island, but they usually have to do it in nets and shark cages sometimes. Cause, um, what? Just well, just off just um just off Magnetic Island between the mainland and Magnetic Island, just slightly up just slightly up towards the western point of Magnetic Island. It's the biggest breeding ground of. Um, I think it's t- tiger shark in the world. Yeah, yeah. But these so, swimmers have to go into a cage to swim. Well, I don't. Think Did I hear that correctly? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Um, oh, it, yeah, yeah. But no, that when, when they have the big, the big regatta, and there's hundreds of people. 
you know, that's swimming from Council to Magnetic Island. No, because they usually have it on a certain day at a certain time and it's in winter. So, and they seem to have worked out the safest time to have it. Nobody's ever been taken yet, so. So, basically, when you go out to the beach, how many of those um, snails that you have seen <laughs> and also... Um, uh, what else did you call it? Um, the fish that would bite you. It was snails and it was something else. Oh, the the sea slug. The, the, yeah, the, the sea slug, slug. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're only tiny. They're they're only right. They're very very. They're only small. They're only like the top of your finger. They're very oh. very tiny. You would not see them unless you had really clear water. So, you know, um, you have to go over to, you have to go onto the island, uh, swim over on the island or another island to do that. You don't have clear water around Townsville. Not that clear. Why not? Because you just don't have it. I'd say because of the the way that the, the waves come in. Um, the waves no, are, the, are they pulling in, are they putting in sewer and stuff like that? They do have that, yes. They do yep. have that here, yes. Yep. 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 I was in California over 20 years ago, and um, we ended up going to different um, areas in California. And I forget this one spot <laughs> we ended up going into. Oh, God. I really have to think about that. Nobody, basically, nobody was on the beach. Just a small hand of people were on the beach. And I thought that was, I was shocked. Here, you've seen this huge, I mean, a couple huge pipes. I mean, these were big pipes going into the ocean. So I questioned that. Oh, ma'am, that's just sewer. What? I would. I. That made that made that that made me totally sick. No wonder no one was on the beach. Well, a few. You see nobody in the water. They were constantly throwing out the sewer in, in to the ocean. Mm. Yep, that's what they do. And yet, you know, like if you if you go up, if you go to like Crystal Creek or, you know, a, a, a pretty good camping grounds where they have, um, you know, toilets and that, they've got these deep, deep containers and everything goes into these deep containers and the rangers come and take these containers away and I think they let them sit for quite a number of years and when they roll it out, it's just all fertilizer, and they mix it with soil, and it all becomes fertilizer. You wouldn't be able to use it, you know, raw sewage like that. But after a while, yeah. But I don't know a place where they don't have raw sewage that doesn't go into the ocean. Oh, can I have to get my door? No, the uh, fertilizer. I would use my animals because I know what I feed my animals and it's just all healthy food and that's what I'll, 
I will use. Cold is coming back. That's where I would end up using the fertilizer into my garden. That's why I love my chickens up in my garden because the chicken poop was always good. Again, I fed them homemade food along with my dogs, homemade food. As far as putting in, if I had to raise the bed, I would end up getting it from a farmer, age manure from horses or cows. If I would need that. One time, one year I did. And my, oh my God, my vegetables, fruit and vegetables, they took off. But I'm always, I was always trying to, I had different compost piles, different areas of my house. And then at fall, I would bring it all up, still keep it in a pile. And in the spring, I would make my beds again. Healthy, healthy food. And then you had and and what you had all your canned food for for over the winter and everything. The canned food that I would can, yes, was all for winter. Then I would do fruit, vegetables, and I would also do meat. See, that would be the best way to do it if you had, you know, like a, a farm, and you had a group of people that lived like that and you know you've got you yeah just everything it would just be perfect and you could totally live off the land and you wouldn't everything would be available there if it was run properly and then spelled in certain you know like wrote the rotational grazing thing and your your veggies and you have everything everything working as it should be to sustain Exactly, you're 100% correct, but where I lived, I lived off of my land, and I did it by myself, I mean, not within the neighbors, meaning no neighbors helping me or giving me their stuff, everything was planted off of my ground, and again, different sections of the year. You would bring, end up bringing it in. You would. Uh, I was huge on canning. I was raised on canning. Maybe that's why I'm huge on canning. Uh, every now and then, we would braise it, put it in the freezer. You got to make sure you have a big freezer to do that. But canning, very easy to do. And then that was your winter stock. And you could do that with, say, you made a turkey. You had leftovers, you had gravy, you had whatever. You could can that. You want to make sure you have the stock and you have the meat. And you, you would can that. You would have to do it with chicken. You could do it with all kinds of different things. You would make sure that you had, again, the broth, the meat, and then you would can that, and then that was your winter stock. I came from a farm. I don't know what to tell you. We used to milk the cows, milk the goats, 
gather the eggs, run go-karts, fix go-karts, fix engines, pull out engines, you name it, we did it. Make everything from homemade scratch, the cakes, everything was homemade. Everything. So you you know a lot of stuff, really. You know how to pretty much live off the land. That's what we did. And at that time, I don't even think my dad and my grandparents were actually looking at that that way. They were looking at it as feeding the family for the winter. Like I said... My father had seven brothers and seven sisters. Everyone would have a different garden of something. Some would be split of different herbs, vegetables, et cetera, et cetera. My one grandfather, he he would just do a huge, huge bed of just potatoes. That was his, he ended up staying with that one. And then everyone else would just have something different. And then, again, we, us kids would go and pick it, bring it home, and our moms and us, we would wash it and can it. What better well, you mentioned the pressure cooker. You said you'd boil it, then you would put it in the pressure cooker. And I wanted to ask, why would you put it in the pressure cooker? What does what what would the, does the pressure cooker do to it? No, I didn't say I, I would boil it first. I would wash it. I would wash it, drain it, put it into the jar, and then add whatever I needed to add. Some things would call for lemon juice. Some things would call for salt and pepper, etc. This would go on. Most of the times, I did not add any of that stuff. I wanted to keep it natural. So I put it in a mason jar after I washed it. Put it in the mason jar. Put it into the pressure cooker. Let that it actually would seal everything up, take it out, and do another batch. And I mean, I would, I, shit, it was nothing for me to do that all weekend. Oh, okay, so that's that's the that's the reason as for the cooking, to seal it, to seal okay, it. Okay, as, as for yes, as far as cooking, I would do that with tomato sauce. I would get so many tomatoes. I would actually boil them in a huge pot. Lay a huge towel down on my counter. When the skin starts peeling off, I would take it out of the water, put it on the cloth that I had on the countertop. When it got cool, I would take off the skin, have another container or another pot, and then I would throw all that in there. But before that, I would also collect the seeds. I would dry out the seeds. So I would end up cutting the uh, tomato up, grabbing the seeds, put that in a whole different area, throw the tomatoes into the pot, green peppers, whatever I pick from the garden, 
throw it all into that one pot, actually it would end up turning into three pots, and let that cook for a good afternoon. And then when it's done, I would spoon it in. Good evening, Jenny. How are you? Good, thanks, Aquila. How are you? <laughs> okay. I think her phone's yet there or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just must have cut out. She'll probably ring back in any moment. Yeah. Yep, still in New York. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Well, I think I'll wow. be home after Thanksgiving. I think they are file now, so... So Thanksgiving is when in twenty. Uh, uh, yeah, I think this Thursday actually. Yeah, well, when it's your Thursday, it'll be our Friday. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, just oh, go up. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, you know, I'm so I'm still here. Well. Is it cold there? Oh, yeah, actually snow, but I wasn't aware until that really it didn't stick or anything. It was very windy, and I was, you know, helping my nephew do a job. And I didn't realize, I just saw the trees moving a lot. You could hear the wind howling. But I never thought to look outside, you know, just I was focused on what I was doing. And it actually snowed, and even today, there was a little no flurries, but nothing stick. And then it got a little warmer. The sun came out. So but it's, it's a bit cold still. Okay, I'm back. I got to do it now. Hi, sir. Hi, sir. And that's the uh, same thing I'm doing with uh, boot. Currently, every two hours, they like to boot me off. Oh, well, are you on Skype? No. No, okay. boot, um, boost mobile. Okay. But anyway, okay. I, I okay. wanted to finish, uh, before you all speak, I just wanted to finish what um, Jeannie and I were talking about. Yep, that uh, You end up just uh, putting in, put it into a pressure cooker, and then after whatever calls for 20, basically 15, 20 minutes, whatever you're cooking. You gotta watch the um, temperature on that little mm-hmm. gauge on the pre- pressure cooker, and then after it's done, you take it out, let, leave it off to the side, let it cool off, and then put it in your shelf. And then you're good to go for the winter. That's all I want to add. So you guys can go ahead. Uh, this this call was just on uh, blessings, but it looks like we turned into uh, survival, uh, which is great. Well, we're just Jackson. saying how thankful we are, aren't we? We're very blessed to have, you know, the, the knowledge the and, and the knowledge to be able to grow stuff and um, right. clean water. To, be able, and, to yeah. be able to understand or what you are having or actually if you go into the woods, what you can eat and what you can't eat, that's huge. That is huge. So many people don't understand that. 
you've got to understand what what weeds and trees, branches, whatever you can eat that will keep you to survive. There's plenty of it out there. I don't even know half of it. And what, that's one of the things I need to... I, I used to know it, but I need to know it more. But again, my next house is just going to be surrounded by fruit, vegetables, like I told you, Janine. I walked into yep. that one place on the sidewalk. That's all they had was edible vegetables, or I'm sorry, plants, and they had vegetables all along that path. No flowers. So it was easy for you to just go by there, pick a tomato, a green pepper, whatever. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. What gets me is, you know, you see the councils and you see these parks and they've just got these trees growing and you think, well, Mm -hmm. if the council is going to, you know, put this water, you know, and use it for these trees, why not have trees that are going to be productive? You know, apples, oranges, mandarins, you know, have community gardens. I met a guy, I'm sorry, I didn't meet him. I spoke to him on the phone. This is probably 10 years ago. He had probably, oh God, 500 acres. And he ended up saying, oh, his ad was, um, I'll give it to you for free if you produce. Well, next thing you know, all these people came running to him. And guess what they grew? Fruit and vegetables. So after his ad, I seen it like a month later to maybe two months later. And I just called him just just to say thank you for doing that. I'm sure people uh, have done something with your property. He's, oh, my goodness, you. He says, you wouldn't believe it. I have a huge community. That's all they're doing is planting fruit and vegetables, edible stuff. He says, and all I ask for is to give me some a week. I said, God bless you. Now, how many people would do that? I think it's great. That's, That's great awesome. that he, you know, he had the land. Other people had the knowledge, and they really wanted to, you know, they wanted to grow fruit trees and vegetables, but they didn't have the land. And he didn't. They, yep. they, they come up with, you know, something that they could, every everybody could benefit from. Wonderful. He didn't realize exactly. He didn't realize how bad. When he put that his first ad up, he didn't realize, and he told me this, I did not realize the response I was going to get. And when he says, I, he says, I was going to test it out, and I tested it out. He says, oh, my goodness. They went from a half an acre, can we have more? And looked at a half an acre. He's seen all the plants grow, growing. Okay, you can have another acre. He's seen that. You can have another acre. And it just went on. And he was, he was totally shocked. Totally shocked. I said, you Oh, looks like we lost Cheyenne again. 
Are you cooking, Janine? Am I cooking? For Thanksgiving. We don't have Thanksgiving here. Oh. No, no, that's totally American. They don't have it. I don't, I don't know if they have it anywhere else. Since I don't even know. I don't even think they have it in England either. Um, if anybody knows if they have it in England, I'd... Uh, just for curiosity's sake, but I'd like to know. But I think it's it's only an American thing, as far as I know, and and of course Canadian. Well, well, yeah. Canadian. Okay. Well, I, I'm thankful for everything, but you know, get all my family. Sorry, what was that? I said I'm thankful for every day, but I guess we'll not be getting together with my family. Yeah, you know, break bread. Okay, I'm back. So, Janine, that's all I wanted to say. Uh, You understand what I was saying. So more people have to, um, if they have land, and more and more people are doing this, is they are giving it to others, and that's a blessing. And again, that is what this call is about, is blessings. And and basically, we are looking at other people that are, that are giving blessings to others. Uh, also, the... the thing we also have to realize, pay it back. Someone gives you something, pay it back. Uh, Things that you don't need around your house, can I use it? Did I use it? No, I haven't. It's been sitting here for a year. Give it to someone who can use it. That's a blessing. We'll come back to you tenfold. Do you agree, Janine? Ah, uh, yes, for, for sure. Okay, anyone else want to talk about their blessings, what they have done, or what they have have gotten in this past year? Uh, have they paid it forward? And this is all the call is about. It's no law. It's it's nothing. It's just blessings. And let's bless every everyone that is on this call. Let's bless each and every one of us plus some. I was just in, in the uh, city the other day. There was a homeless guy. And he looks rough. Well, I'm not here to judge. So I end, I end up going into Wawa. I got him and I a hoagie, plus I gave him a dollar. When I came, plus I had a dollar off to the side. 
when I came out, he was gone. I'm like, oh, shoot. So here I was coming from the city, going to my next state, and here he happened to be at the intersection. First, I gave him a dollar. He was like, thank you so much. Then I gave him the food. His eyes lit up. Lit up. And, you know, that made me feel so good. And some of the states are saying you can't feed the homeless? Really? <laughs> you, they're going to take you to jail because you feed the homeless? Yeah, just, well, just say that he's a friend. I'm just feeding a friend. Oh, Janine is, Janine is getting crazy over here. Ha. Big time, it's getting crazy. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard that they, you know, they, that, you know, different groups have actually set up, you know, um, to, to feed the homeless in different yes. cities in America, yep. and they've shut them down. Yep. They've, and you think that is absolutely ridiculous. Where you know this is, this is. This is not who we are. We're not like that. Oh my God! Ninety percent of the people are not like that. Ninety percent of the people would, I believe, would actually, you know, go out of their way to help other people. Janine, they're shutting down lemonade, uh, little stands, whatever these little girls are putting up. You can't have these little lemonade stands. Actually, it was. I think there was a. I think this is like two years ago. Someone got killed over that. I could be incorrect, but I know there there was major shit going on about these little girls around the the states putting up lemonade stands to help their cancer friend. All the whatever they got from the lemonade, it would always go back to their cancer friends or go back to something else, and here comes the cops. You can't do that. The Girl Scouts, all that sort of thing. Yep. I I think a couple of them got teased. I I could be incorrect, but I'm positive. A couple of them got teased. And people went nuts. Oh, you got to have a permit. you got to have this. you got to have that. Well, what okay, Cheyenne's just got booted off again. So, um looks like boot or boost is actually living up to its name. Maybe it's a battery. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I was I was telling Cheyenne before when we were saying, you know, um a friend of mine, um has just come back from America and Canada and um, they flew from here over to Hawaii 
and then from Hawaii they went to New York and then when uh, at, at New York they jumped on the QE2 and which took them all to you know um, Nova Scotia up to Canada and different parts like that and she was saying how you know, she went at a time when they had the the changing of the leaves in Canada. So all the all the you know they went past a place where all the leaves were just these just beautiful colours of golden and bronze and yellows and reds. And she said, and right in the middle, she said, you'd have these green pine, you know, these green pine trees coming up, and just at the tip of it would be these tips of green. She said it was just incredible. So, and uh, she said, you know, very godly woman. She said, there's no way we could have done that. You know, she said it's God's God's creation, and you know, it's it's God's on display. And uh, isn't he beautiful? You know what what he's done, the changing of the seasons, how nothing stays the same. It's always in in a constant flow. Wow, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So she's just got back from there. So um. And you're you're still in New York. Yes. And you said it's snowing. I mean, is it the first time that it snowed, or has it been snowing like in a week or? No, it snowed um, since we got rain on Saturday, and then the temperature dropped tremendously. And then Sunday, it was cold. But Friday it was warm. I think Thursday or Friday it was really hot. And then it got cold and just so flurry. Nothing stick, nothing. And it was very windy. And today it was a bit cold. In the morning I could see a couple of little flakes. But nothing stick. And the sun came out. I think it got a little bit warmer. So we'll see what tomorrow holds. And you I mean, was know. it was it like snow, snow, or was it more like a sleety snow? You know, which is no, more really like snow. a lot of wow, the flakes. But it did not stick, and it was sometimes the flakes are very moist. These were very dry, so it's like you, it was, you know, it wasn't even a dusting, and you couldn't even see it sticking on the ground. You just saw it in the air. Wow. That was a few days ago. I'm sorry if my call dropped. I think it was me because I ended up doing some dishes. So I put the phone on my shoulder. And the phone is very sensitive. But okay. uh, quite a lot of... Were we done with our conversation? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, no, Someone I'm has done. to go in the back background noise. Okay. Uh, back to uh, Aquilo. I think she was talking about a storm that hurt, hit her area in Virginia. 
Am I correct? No, New York. And it just happened? Like three days ago? No, actually this morning and yesterday. Oh. Okay, we end up getting um, a slush uh, probably like three days ago. And the weather was not even that cold, which was totally weird. Yeah, I mean, Friday, I'm sorry. Yeah, Thursday, Friday was very warm. I mean, people had those shorts. I mean, it's like, wow. And then Saturday started to rain. And in the evening, the temperature dropped. And Sunday, I saw snow flurries, very little. So I told me about it. I'm like, wow. I didn't, I wasn't aware of it at first. And then today, this morning, there was a cup. I was up um, probably 7 something. I was out. Um, it was one in the store. And it was uh, flurries, I thought. And the sun came out, I didn't see him anymore. So, there you go. I want to say it was Sunday, because I end up mentioning my friend when he goes out on the deck to go to work. It's going to be slippery. I end up cleaning off the deck. It was just all slush. What was coming down was um, brains, slash, um, ice. But when it, you can put your hand out and you can feel the ice, but when it landed, there was no ice. If that makes any sense. So therefore, everything turned into slush. Now the next morning, it was all gone. Wow. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, I'm eating a sugar cookie with cranberries and almonds. Wow. Homemade. So you're making the almonds and... Oh, you make your own cookies, you say. I made my own cookies. I added cranberries and almonds. Oh, man. That was good. Wow, that's awesome. We're going to have to get the recipe for that one. I don't normally, I stay away from sugar the best I can. But I, I don't know. I had to do this one. I mean, them and chocolate chip cookies. Now this week, I'm making my cheesecake, homemade cheesecake for Thanksgiving. And my topping I'm making my cheesecake. Well, cheesecake's my favorite. Cheesecake's my favorite, but what sort of topping have you got on it? No, I'm getting there, sweetheart. Um, I think with um, the filling, I'm going to mix either strawberries or blueberries or both or either one. And then my topping, I do the uh, sour cream, lemon, I mean, put that on top. I would actually really have to go back to the recipe. But anyhow, you have to uh, put that on top. Oh, my God. That 
And a lot of people, when, when they end up making cheesecake, they forget about the top. It's your lemon, it's your, basically your lemon top. Your lemon top is sour cream and lemon. Uh, and also throughout the cheesecake. That's what I was raised with. And I'm sticking with it because it is so good. Okay. No. No, my favorite is lemon cheesecake with passion fruit topping. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yep, real passion fruits. Yep, real passion for Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay, so you end up making your cheesecake, and then you put the topping, lemon topping, is that yeah, you got your wheat jam. You got your wheat jam biscuits. So your wheat jam and you put melted butter in it. Now that's going to be your base for your cheesecake. Then you've got your condensed milk. And then you've got your little bit of vanilla and your lemon juice. Got to have mm-hmm. your like sour lemon juice to really get into that, you know, and make it like the lemon cheesecake, right? And then you wait for it to to set you do all your stuff and wait for it then pour it in wait for it to set and you've got to do your base you know how you do your base you've got to put it in the fridge you know so it's so it's hard and then you, like and then the fresh passion fruit over the top oh, and the it's it's fresh you know it's it's fresh and yeah it's fresh and it's my favorite yep i used to i used to eat three of those a week because I'd just make them, and then I thought, I've got to stop doing this. Because <laughs> I was just about living off them, you know, like about 10 years ago. I just just, I just I loved them. I had to just take a big slice everywhere. Well, give me the recipe in Skype, because we are almost and it's on the same page. No bake. You don't bake it. There's no baking right. whatsoever. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. We're almost on the same page. But you're doing yours a little bit different than I am. But it's almost the same. But, yeah, you, I I don't do lemon juice. I do fresh lemons. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. When I say fr- lemon juice, I'm talking about the fresh lemon juice squeezed out of okay. the lemon. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, I, no, I don't go and buy the bought lemon juice in the bottle. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, that's oh nasty God. shit. Oh, no, that God, would, that's that would nasty. turn out no. That would turn out horrendous. No, that, that's that's spoiling a good a good cheesecake. Now, do you do you use any sour cream in the toppings? No, none whatsoever. Mm. Nope. Okay, you give me your recipe, and I will give you mine. Yeah, you can have mine, but when you talk about sour cream on the top of yours and your blueberries and strawberries, I go, nah, nah. No, you <laughs> no, you could, no, you do blueberries and and strawberries in different areas. You don't even have to add that. I'll give you a plain recipe of cheesecake. How about that? And then you can add whatever you want to add. How about that? That's all right. I just. The the one the one that I've got the the one that I've got it's your lemon cheesecake it's it's just your basic lemon cheesecake and I mean you could swap that and put you know vanilla in it and then you'd have a you know then you'd have more like a vanilla tasting cheesecake 
but right. yeah, no, you had to, I haven't. Right. I haven't. I think yeah, you and I are on the same page. Yeah, I haven't made it in a long time because w- once I do make it, I just go, oh, this is so good. I've missed it so much, and then I start making it like two or three times a week. You know, it's like <laughs> I do, I, I do, and and it's almost it's it's almost a season now for passion. It's a for passion fruit, so they're going to be in the markets and. <sighs> I love, yeah, I love to, lemon just, cheesecake. I love it. That's uh, where I want to see yeah. what you do with yours, and oh, I you want know, you to try mine. Thing, another good one. You can do that, and. What you can do is you can get your pineapple. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, you can do it with fresh pineapple, but you can also mix it in with a little bit of tin pineapple. But you've got to remember to squeeze out the juice, otherwise it's all become... It's got to be mushy, right. Yeah, it's going to be mushy, so you've got to squeeze it out. And then you've got your lemon, you've got your lemon cheesecake with your pineapple on top. Now, that's tangy and it's as that's fresh as well okay so all but, your fruit you're just putting on top you're not putting in the filling so that's you the difference between you I, and I. I with with the with the passion fruit one no I just put it on the top and I mean when I put okay. it on the top I put it on the top you know so you can't really you can sort of see through it but you can have just a little bit of passion fruit or you can completely cover it but the but the pineapple one, yes, I have put it through. I have put it through the actual cheesecake and then I've put it on top. Okay. Give me the recipe you and I will share. Now, I want to go back to, I guess it was last week. You end up mentioning a different recipe, and I don't even recall the name, and I kept putting on the chat board. What? What recipe are you talking about? And you never answered me. Um, it was on Angela's call. You, I you have mentioned. Been, I have been on. I have been on Angela's call for two weeks, two or three weeks. And then it was two weeks ago. No, I haven't. No, I haven't been on her. I mean, I'm. I'm talking about. You said it was. You know, last week or the week before. I said no, I haven't been on. Um, I think. Oh gosh, it could be a month since I've been on Angela's show. Actually, okay. Well, someone is someone's call that you end up because I I do listen to different calls, but anyhow, okay. you end up bringing up uh, something that you swore by it, and I was trying to catch you to give the recipe. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't even know what call it was. Um, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Actually, you were going to go out that night to buy something to make it the next day. That's what it was. Whoever call that was. You were going to go out that night to buy something. Golf fans should know this one because he always pays attention to food. 
you were going to go out and buy something to end up making this recipe. And I was trying to get, what recipe is this? And you called it Lol Fan. Help me out. I know, Lol Fan. Your food is your favorite thing. Help me out here. What did Janine end up bringing up? Because you were watching that as well. I want to say it started with it. Janine mentioned that she was going to go out the next day or that night to buy a certain thing that she could make the following day or that night that it could rust. Oh, come on, law fan. Oh, Turkish Delight. Thank you, law fan. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, no, I made the Turkish Delight. Yeah, no, it turned out crap. <laughs> well, what is it? Turkish Delight, it's a... Oh, I don't know. It's I, I did Google it for you. When you Google, you, you have to Google Turkish Delight. I did, try, I did Delight. try to Google it. I was right. trying to find out what the heck you're talking yeah, it's, about. It's, it's sort of like, oh, what is it? It's I suppose it's a consistency like a jelly. Uh, it's like a solidified jelly. Um that um yeah, that yeah. And I I, I actually go to I actually go so to So what the, what do you have? You end up having is it actually turkey? No, 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 it's 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 a sweet. It's a sweet. It's called Turkish Delight. It's like a lolly. Um, the, the Narnia movie. It's almost like turkey. a donut. No, it's not. No, it's not that hard. It's actually like soft, like jelly. Okay. Is it chocolate? You can. Um, Cadbury actually has what they call a Turkish Delight, and they have Turkish Delight, and they do put chocolate around it. Yes. Okay, is it like chocolate with jelly in it? I'm just reading off the chat board from all fans. Well, the the actual Turkish delight is the jelly. That's the jelly in the chocolate, right? With the jelly yeah. in it. Yeah, but I go to the Greek. I actually go to the um to the Greek. There's a little Greek cafe restaurant uh, down on the Strand, and I actually go go every time I sort of dry every time I'm sort of going down that way if I remember I call in and I'll just get a couple of little squares of their homemade Turkish delight it's awesome I just I just love it and I thought well you know what I'll just make it myself so actually last night I actually did make it myself mm-hmm. and and I I dusted it with icing flour, icing sugar and corn flour this morning and I tasted it and I went, you know what, it could be the rose water. Everything was pretty good except the the rose water that I put in with it. And I thought, it's got to be the rose water. I don't like this type of rose water. So I threw the whole lot out. I went, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't like it. I just, I 
said either I've got to find it's no good anyway. You you got you you know they either said use eight hundred grams of sugar or four cups. Oh. Well, four cups of sugar, one cup is no. 250 mils. No. So that's a kilo, a kilo of sugar just for the syrup. You know, no. this this stuff is sweet. <laughs> okay. I will yeah, it's, it's, only, it's only to be had as a treat very, very rarely. So that's what I'm going to do. I thought, no, I'm not going to make it anymore because that's way over. So I, I don't even. I, I, I like it as a treat, but I don't want to gorge myself on it. I'd rather have a lemon cheesecake. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now we're talking. But now, anything that has to do with a lot of sugar, that really yeah. messes up your health big time. Well, stay away from that, sugar. If they call for a cup, I'll do one third cup. You know that's that's the thing. This you need the the sugar to make the syrup, and what I did is when I did it all this morning, and I didn't have anything to eat. I just had a little piece this morning, and it just sucked my energy like I was. I couldn't believe it. I thought, wow, this has just taken all my energy away because I don't usually, you know. I have the little treats, but you know, at a particular time. Anyway, it just zapped all my energy, so I thought that that's one of the main reasons I threw it all out, and it just didn't taste the same. Have you ever? Okay, that's that's the uh, sugar kick for everyone. If they call for a cup, you give it less of a one third of a cup. Stay away from sugar, please. It just harms your body. Now, Janine, have you ever done anything with coconut? Yeah, my dogs love it. Oh, Oh, have you ever bought the whole coconut? You got to draw it in. You get the coconut water out. Then you split it. Have you ever done anything with the inside of the coconut? The water you drink. Uh, no, I just usually drink it. But you could make to- coconut ice cream out of it if you wanted to. You can use that. And um, see, I, I'm used to the the coconut meat. You know, like the meat, and it'll be a couple of centimeters thick. But the Thai people, they actually get the green coconut. So when they cut it and when they drink it, because they said it's it's best. That that's when they get the that's what that's that's when it's they drink it when it's green. So then when they cut it open, they scoop it out and it's like a like a soft jelly sort of substance, but it's white. It's yeah you got to if you get it too early, it's going to be like jelly. You just got to get it at the right time, and it's a soft milky white like butter. And that that is beautiful, and the and the juice is really lovely because it's just perfect. It's it's quite quite sweet at that time. It hasn't gone sour, and then you have the you have that, and then you have the juice, and then it's just like scooping out ice cream. 
on the bottom and that's what that's what Goy and I used to do because she's Thai so Goy and I would go fishing we would go crabbing you know um, especially around this time of year you know December and we'd have the coconuts so yeah we'd sit there we'd have a feed of crabs <laughs> um, you know some fish we'd have some Thai food some chili and then to top it all off we'd have that we'd have a green coconut for dessert the juice and then the, the, the creamy white meat inside yeah okay Janine, what are you talking about I'm sorry I got kicked off again what I end up doing is putting the phone on my chin and this phone is very sensitive so it's like I guess I hit my chin in the wrong area but anyhow, you, you're mentioning about the meat inside. That would be the white coconut, correct? Yeah, that's the white coconut. But like when a when a coconut is brown, okay, that's um, if the if the the husk is brown, uh, right. you can still get the you can still get the juice, and you've got the thickest part of the meat. The meat is quite thick, um, but. There's maybe there could be if you're lucky there's like a cup of of um, coconut of juice in it. Right. Yeah, but if you get the coconut too green, when you when you crack it open, you can drink the the coconut water, but then when you go to scoop out the meat, it's it looks like a or like a gelatin, nearly clear substance. It's it's like a milky white, but you've just got to wait a little bit longer, and you've got to get the coconut at a at a at a proper time. Um, it depends what you want it for. See, um, if you well, want, I want to eat it. Mine is what you just mentioned. Mine is um, the underneath is uh, like a golden brown, and if you turn it over, it's like a lighter, a little bit of a lighter brown. And then they say that if you punch holes, there's three eyes on the top of the coconut. And you end up yeah. drilling, you end up drilling the sulfur eye, so that therefore you can get the the water out, which you can yeah. drink. And then you end up somehow putting something something in there that you can break it apart. So my question is. Uh, this is my this is my first coconut I've probably ever had in my life. So, so I'm what, not sure about that, is, but I so want to know what to do because I don't, I don't like to waste good fruit and vegetables. So what do I do with the white? I'm sure it's white inside. That's the meat of the coconut. So, and again, they have coconut oil. They have all kinds of different coconut stuff. So again, what can I do with this coconut? So what what color is it, Cheyenne? What it's uh, the bottom is a darker brown, and if you turn it around with the eyes, it's a lighter brown, but not all that light. So it's been dehusked. The husk is already off it. I don't know what you no no. It still has the skin on it. Okay, so, so you have to, you have to. The shell. Okay, okay. The shell. so it's got the, the husk. That's the husk. Okay. So you have to peel okay. it, do you? You have to peel it. Right. That's what I just got to okay. saying. You've got the okay. three eyes on top. You drain the water, put that in a cup so you can drink it. 
and then you cut you it, cut it open, and then that's that's where you got the white coconut. Yeah. No. If you can see the three eyes, the co- yes. you have taken the husk off the coconut already. If you can see those three eyes. Okay. Okay. Have you shaken it? Have you shaken it to 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 listen if there's any water inside it? You know what? Let me do it now. Are you shaking it? I just picked up the store the other day. Yep, I hear liquid. You hear liquid. Okay, so what you've got to do is there's two little eyes and there's a bigger eye. There's what? I see three eyes. There's two small ones and a bigger eye. Get the bigger eye, okay? Yes. Get a get a screwdriver and put it through that right. bigger eye. So right. get a knife and start scooping it in. Now, you scoop it right. So get it, yeah. A, a well, screw what I read <laughs> is you end up going for the softer eye. And actually, the big eye is small, the eye. softer. The big eye is the it's, softest. So go into yes. there and you've got to, you know, I, I've seen people with an electric drill. I get electric drill on them. <laughs> right. But you don't need That's that. That's what I would use. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can just get a screwdriver. Just, you know, put it down or just hammer it into the to the big eye, which is the softest part. Right. Right. Then you'll need to turn it upside down with a cup underneath it so it can catch the liquid. It won't be oil. It'll be like water, but it'll be a milky substance. Right. Okay. So you, so you drink that. Right. Right. And then to smash it, just smash it on cement. Now, well, what do you do with the white coconut? I'm not going to waste. I don't like to waste. No, no, no. You're going to scoop it out, darling. But it's got the shell. That the the meat of the coconut is actually in that shell. Now, those three eyes are actually part of the shell. So then what you do is after you've drained all the liquid out of 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 the coconut, do you have do you have any cement anywhere? Do you I have cement? <laughs> I don't what? think you need that. You just need to Take like a knife and pull it apart. Either need cement or you'll need a hammer. (laughs) So what do you have? Do you have a hammer? Because if you've got a hammer... I'm not going to break it apart. You won't be able to break it apart. I'm not going to slam it against concrete. I'm just going to do the eye, drain the water, and then I'm going to just like take a... A sharp knife and split You won't be able to. to. That's what I mean. You will not be able to. Well, I'm going to try it, Janine. That's that's what I mean. You'll need a hammer to crack it or you'll need to drop it on cement. Now, even on cement, it's going to bounce two or three times before it actually breaks. I I know. You've got to break it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's... that's hard. So you either got to get, you either got to have a hammer, or you got to drop it on cement. And you'll okay. hear, so, you'll hear sort of so, breaking because if it, you know, yeah. Okay, so after we break it, 
What do we do with the white coconut? Okay. After you break it, it'll open. You know, so once it's open, you scoop it out. You scoop it out. So you either get a knife between between where the where so the shell is. So it's soft or hard? Well, it depends. It's I'd I'd say because yours is brown, it's actually going to be quite hard. You won't miss it. You will see the coconut meat in there, and the meat is going to be white. Now, how thick it is will depend on how old the coconut is. Okay, I just got it from the grocery store. Yep, and judging by oh, whatever. What, yeah, judging by the color that you told me it is, I would say that it's it's going to be that it's not going to be soft meat. It's actually going to be quite firm. The meat. Well, the, the, where the eyes are, I have it right here in my hand. It's very light brown, but if you turn it over, it's like a medium brown. But go ahead. It's my first okay. coconut. I want to learn. That's great. They're so helpful for you. Uh, that, no, ahead. that's great. So after you end up breaking that, I'm seeing I'm getting a lot of. Um, I could actually probably plant a good bit of it. Because I'm getting a lot of babies. We're all with you here on this one. So, And you're a virgin coconut drinker or a coconut cracker. So, <laughs> so <laughs> No, but I'm seeing a lot. Hold on. I'm seeing, See, I do a lot of my lettuce and carrots and peppers, just, uh, actually right now I'm just doing lettuce and uh, carrots and um, potatoes. I put them in a, a glass with water until the, to, uh, till the um, roots take effect, and then I end up planting them. Now I'm seeing that the roots here is off to the side, which is odd. What? And then if I turn it over... If I what would put the roots... Are you, are you talking about... What, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the coconut? Yes. What? If I would turn the roots... If actually, if I would cut this open and put just the bottom piece of the root and put that in water, I bet you I can get those roots growing. I bet you. But anyhow, after we cut it open, so then we end no, up getting... Coconuts don't, the coconuts don't have any roots. They don't. Uh, they don't. Absolutely not. If if you if you many okay, uh, if maybe I don't want to call it roots. Um, when you have you ever tried to grow? Uh, no, no, I can't. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, no. hold on. Have you ever grown? Tried to grow lettuce. Um, you end up cutting it, cutting it off to the end, and then you end up putting the root of the lettuce into a glass of water? No, that's not and how then, coconuts grow, Diane. No, that's not how coconuts okay. grow. I'm going yeah. to try it. No, I'm going to try it. It's going to grow. Okay, okay. Now how, how coconuts grow is actually, you know where the meat part is inside? Inside. No, we haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm explaining to you how coconuts, how a coconut grows. Now, once a coconut gets old, 
if it has still got the husks and everything on it and it hasn't been disturbed, what happens is actually inside the meat, a tiny little ball will form from the juice because the juice then turns sour. It will form into a ball. Now, that little ball actually becomes the seed of the coconut. So then, guess what? A tree starts growing out of that coconut. So when you, so you can walk along the beach in a tropical area and you will see a little coconut tree will be coming, will be coming out of a coconut, but it'll only be a coconut that has still got its husks on because what happens is it's totally self-sustaining. The, that hard shell will crack the tree will go through that. It will go through the husk of the coconut. It will it will pierce the the outer the outer part of the coconut, and it'll grow up. Now, as everything is decomposing, because coconuts grow in a place where there's only sand, usually in a tropical place where there's only a beach, what happens is the coconut husk, the husk of the coconut becomes the decomposting agent for that coconut tree to grow. It's a miracle. It's once If you see a coconut, how it actually goes, you've got to Google it. You'll see it coming out of the, out of the full coconut, not what you've got. You've only got the, you've only got you've, the husk and everything has been removed. Well, it's do you mean that would be the same thing as, as how we see apples, and peaches and pears growing off the trees, nuts here. Uh, it's it's beautiful how everything just grows. If if people would pay attention to that, of uh, watching how this fruit and nuts, are uh, even down to tomatoes, um, whatever they plant, how it just comes. You, you I do everything from seeds. But how the seeds just come up and, and grow a plant and just how they grow and produce, it's just a blessing. It's beautiful. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? God is amazing. Absolutely yes. amazing. You know, Nature um, is amazing, but people take, so, people take advantage of it that they can just go to the grocery store and buy the shit, which is bullshit. But anyhow, let's go back to after we end up cutting, I got to shut Shut some doors. Okay. Now, let's, let's just forget all about that. I want yes. you to put. We, I, I want you to. No, let's, a, let's like, go. No, no. Let's, let's go. We cracked the coconut. You haven't cracked the coconut yet. You have, have you pierced oh, that I, Let's go with. I drain the water. Yeah. Now the coconut is cracked. So now we have the meat inside. But the hole in it. It's only got the hole in it. Hey, so you have to either hit it, jump, throw it down on cement about three or four times. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the co- Yes. So the coconut is open. So now yeah. what? Now, now you can get a spoon between the shell, the hard outer shell, and the meat part. Okay. Okay. If it's hard, if it's hard, if it's soft, you'll be able to scoop it out like ice cream. But 
um, I'd say by by the by what you're talking about, it's it's probably quite hard. So it it'd be interesting. I'd like to see what it's like. I'd 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 like you to put a hole in it now and open it up now and drink the juice or at least drain the juice and then just crack it open so we can see how much if if it's a soft meat or if it's a firm meat. You know what? I'll do it on Thursday. Okay. So I can have someone um, doing it for me, and then I'll film that it. Okay, because that'll okay, be my so now, Okay, yeah. so, so now we have the coconut open. Yep. And either it's soft or hard. What do you do with the meat? If it's soft, you're going to scoop it out with a spoon. If it's hard... You'll actually there will be um, there will be um, you'll be able to put a knife or a um, a spoon or a butter knife and you'll be able to put it between the hard the hard shell and the meat and you'll be okay. able and it lift away it will lift away if you pry it it'll lift away and when it right. lifts away there'll be there'll be the white meat and then just on the rim of it will be a brown. It'll be brown. Okay. So what do you do with the hard meat? You eat it. Yum. Okay. You can eat it. So basically the soft or hard meat. Hold on, Janine. Basically with the soft or hard meat, you can eat both, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, one's really crunchy. One's, I give the, if it's the heart, actually, my dogs love it. My my dogs love it. Whether it's whether the meat is hard or whether it's soft, my dogs love it. It's good for them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It has to be. Yeah. Like I told you before, my dogs would go up in the garden. They would just pick whatever they wanted and bring it down to the house. There's actually... Um, the, you know, like here, there's actually dogs who you throw them a coconut or a tr- coconut will drop off a tree, you know, um, and they'll actually they'll actually de dehusk it. They'll rip it apart and dehusk it. So if you've got a good dog that enjoys doing that, um, you know, you can get the dog to dehusk it for you. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I don't. I've got a. I've got a peeler myself. That's usually with an axe. If it, if they've got the husk on, I'll grab the axe or a screwdriver, and I'll get the husk off. Okay. Anyone have any questions on the coconut? Speak up. We're going to move on. And Thursday, I will do the video of us cutting open the coconut. Huh. That'd be cool. Oh, wow. And I'll share, yeah, I will uh, share that with my group. And I'm, yeah, I've got to go out for lunch on Friday. Um, So I won't be here. I'm going to miss out. But you'll put it up on Skype, right? We'll be able to watch no, I'm going to put it. Up, no, I'm going to put it on my group. Oh, cool. Okay. 
So does anyone have any... Because I have to go to the chat board. Give me a second. Mountain and deck. Yeah, I walk around a lot. On these calls. <clears throat> have you got some sort of headset or Bluetooth or something? Oh, no, you said you're on your phone. Yeah, I'm just on my phone. If I put it on my shoulder, I end up getting hung up. Um, a lot of times, Boost, Boost just screw me on Saturday. <clears throat> I, I won't even go into that one. Uh, they got me two times on Saturday, and I was on a very important, very important <laughs> call. And that was a bad time for them to mess with me. And then they didn't, they, I, I ended up having to pay them more money. And then I ended up giving them a call back. And I gave them 50 bucks just to get back onto this call. And then oh, yeah. they they end up taking 30 which my bill is not due till December the 5th, they end up taking the 30 and they wanted to refund me the 20 So I ended up giving them a call back. I said, hey, this isn't happening. You refund the 50 bucks. period. Of the first call was, oh, this is snag on our part. No shit. Then, then when they called me back and said, well, we'll end up giving you 20 back. Huh. I called back. I said, guess what? You're giving me the whole 50 bucks back. Bottom line. That was a snag on your part. One of your personnel ended up telling me that, which that's common sense. It, it was a snag. And you interrupted me on a very important call that I could not call back in until I paid you? Well, I got the 50 bucks back after the second call. They only wanted to give me 20 back. So I got the whole 50 back. Anyhow, back to... um, Back to the coconut. What you do uh, is you... How to to crack a coconut or something. YouTube that. YouTube that, but Law okay, Fan said, don't, don't hurt Wilson, Janine. But we know that Wilson was a was a basketball. Okay, so you're oh, okay. you're reading the chat board, so I didn't even have to come in here. It's just Law Fan. It says Wilson. Don't hurt, <laughs> don't hurt Wilson, Janine. <laughs> I don't see that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there he is. I thought Wilson was a coconut. Wilson was not a coconut. Wilson was a ball. A round ball. Yeah. Yeah. An orange an orange basketball actually. Yeah. Okay, there I see it. Don't hurt Wilson. Okay. All right. Anyone have who do we have on the call? We have Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Do you have any good uh, blessings you want to share? Speak up. We actually got sidetracked of um, recipes, which is good. 
Jeff, speak up. I would love to hear what you have to say. You're on the call. Or are you just recording this so you can put it on YouTube? Hello, Jeff. Okay, let's go down the line. Oh, it's Silly Aquila. I'm sorry, it's Chicken Aquila. Sorry, Aquila. Chicken Aquila. Do you have anything to say? Blessings that you have been blessed for this year. Chicken Aquila. Okay. So it's just you and I, Janine. So what is your favorite dish to make, Janine? Okay, well, you're going to have to tell me yours first before I tell you my favorite dish. I don't have one. Well, my favorite I just, dish. I just, I just want to see what your favorite dish, because you're you're in a diff, different country. I want to <laughs> compare the, I want to compare the food, and the dishes. That's all. My favorite dish. Main meal. Who? Main meal. Is it? Are okay. we talking about the main meal? Okay. Yes. Okay. Because my favourite dessert was the passion fruit cheesecake. Okay. Okay. Um. So the the main meal, steak and salad, with Diane sauce. That would be my favourite meal. Okay. Try something different. How about? How about a pasta dish? So steak and steak and potatoes are very easy to make. How about something different, like um, lasagna, uh, fish, um, something different, something unique over there. Uh, something unique. Um, something unique. What for Australia? Gosh, um, don't know. What what food do they specialize over there? Lamb, steak, lamb, <laughs> lamb. Yeah, you, you got, have you got you have a lamb. Right? Do you end up having yeah. a veal? Veal? Yes. Yeah. Um, we do have veal. I don't like it because they say to get the veal, they actually have to, it's com- it comes off um comes off calves, and they uh yeah a little fancy um yeah and apparently they um they they've got to put the calves in darkness. You're right. And then they kill they them and then. Yeah, right. Oh, they put them here, over here, 
they end up putting them in little, like, dog cages. And so, I guess when they're ripe, I guess that's when they kill them. And then eat the meat. I won't touch veal. And many times I drove and I've seen these little cages. You don't know how many times, Janine, I wanted to sneak up there and take those cattle, the little calves, and let them run. But these the, the cages that they have them in, they do have light. They they just sit there. They shit and piss. Oh, it's just they they don't walk. Oh, it's it's gross. And people eat the veal. Oh, they're putting a lot of things in cages these days. You know, you see pigs, and they're they're yep. pretty much in cages and can't move. You know, yep. cattle are just in cages and can't move. Um, yep. I watched a YouTube clip about um, uh, horses. Uh, they, they use horses' urine for um, a hormone replacement therapy for women. Um, so they, yeah, so these horses are just stuck up in this stall and they've got, you know, they've got a urinary tract cord going down and just catches all the catches all the horses' urine. They don't move. Oh, my They pretty God. much don't. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, come on. You know, um, it, it's just crazy stuff, there was, you know. There was a movie that actually there's many movies my son ended up turning me on to oh, a good 20 years ago. <laughs> and actually, I have to. I keep forgetting, but I have to ask them about these movies. These it's documented, and these people would go out to different farms or different areas, and they would document what what they would do with these animals. And again, this this one hundred percent was over twenty years ago. I have no clue if they can still do that because now they're trying to stop the cameras for going in to seeing what really happens. But one, I end up watching uh, here in America, it was the, one of the big things was the rabbit foot. So they end up turning, they had like a chain type thing. They put the rabbits upside down and cut off the feet to get the rabbit's foot. You have to be kidding me. Now, what they did with the the rest of the rabbit, I have no clue. But other things, it it was a good 50 movies. I probably maybe watched 30 of them. I'm sorry, I watched maybe two of them. and, And again, just like with the ivory, with the elephants, these guys are taking off, chopping the, the, um, ivory off these elephants to let the elephants die. I won't buy anything with a rabbit foot, ivory, any of that shit. And this has to be, everyone, you know what, maybe next week, if I can, do some study on this 
and I will pass that out on Skype, and hopefully everyone else will pass that out to get more people aware of what they are doing to these animals. Oh, for what? Uh, a rabbit's foot? Ivory? No, I've I've seen them where they um, skin animals alive. They're actually yes. alive when they're doing yes. it. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I I, I had to turn it. I had to. I had to turn it off. Like, you know, coming from a farm, you know, sometimes yeah, you have to go out, say, get a sheep, and you have to cut its throat, you know, right. um, and gut and gut it. You know, and then right. you know, you turn the cow upside down, you cut its throat, and then all the blood draws down, and it yeah. But the cow is dead. I've been there. I, I came from the farm as well. Well, you know, you, you shoot you shoot a cow, um, usually, as far as I know, and um, um, with with a sheep, you know, they're they're smaller, so um, we had to cut their throats. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what you know. You know, but you had to, the, the thing of it is, had, Janine. You what? end up giving that because I came from the country. My uncle had a country grocery store. He did all the butchering in the back. All the but- butchering it was from all the farmers. That that meat <laughs> went. They fed that cow whatever they fed whatever animal they fed and it was all grass 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 fed. Yep. And they end up taking it to my uncle's. He ended up turning them upside down. I watched it. He ends up turning them upside down. I don't know what he did prior to that. I don't know. But he ended up turning the I'm just saying the cow. He ended up turning it upside down, cut the throat and all the blood Went down yeah, the he drain. would have shot it. Yeah, he would have shot it first. Then he turned it upside down. Then he's then he's drained the blood, and right. then they then they then they 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 they'll you know they'll open it up or what they call gut it. They've got to gut it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did. I I didn't. I didn't want to see that part. I the the part I seen That's was what, enough. That's, that's what you have to do. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I used to go with a guy that went pigging nearly every weekend. So um, we were out there and then they said, well, you know, they, they had this box and you had to catch these pigs. So if you caught these pigs, you'd take them in, you'd weigh them. Oh, you know, you ha- but you had to kill them first. But and then you took them into the box and they'd weigh them and they'd, they'd actually pay you. Money um, for the pound. Yeah, they'd put. Yeah, they'd actually no, not for the pound. They would get shipped over to Germany and made into sausage meat uh, because uh, you know they loved wild pig, uh, especially over in Germany. So we asked what they did with them, and that's what they did with them. But they said this is what you have to do. You know, you have to you have to slit its throat, then you have to gut it, and you have to you know. Um, take out the gallbladder and you've got to make sure that the gallbladder not one drop gets spilt inside that carcass because if the gallbladder did leak or did get spilt that would be it the, the carcass would be useless so actually it was I, I because because I went 
to partial college and we learnt how to do that. Um, I actually, I, I showed the guys how to do that. You know, how to remove the gallbladder, you know, how to gut it and how to remove the gallbladder without it leaking everywhere. You've just got to be a bit careful, but it can be done. Well, that's that's within the animal, uh, even down to deer. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. they don't like deer meat because they yeah. don't gut them correctly because it, it tastes like a game meat. It has a whole different taste to it. But also, it depends on how you cook it, one, but also how you gut the deer. And that All also right. has to deal, deal with the cow, the pig, or whatever, how and what you got done saying. Yeah. Well, it kangaroo, has to deal with how you cut Kangaroo is a... Yeah, kangaroo's got absolutely no fat in it, but it is a it is a gamey meat. So I, I, I think... Well, it depends yeah, on how you got it. Seriously, it does. Okay. I never thought about it that way before. I'm just thinking you just got to you just got to be careful to make sure you get the gallbladder out. But I mean, you no. start you start cutting that stuff; it all pretty much falls out anyway. It's all on how you cut it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. An old friend of mine told me that, and I did not write. <laughs> down his directions of how he did that. But he but did the, give me a taste. He gave me a taste of what the guys got and what he got. And it was night night and day difference. Okay, good night, guess night. Um could be a lot of factors. Uh like if um if you if you stir up the animal and the animal's got adrenaline through it, you don't you don't want to kill it then. You no. just you're just no. gonna have real tough meat. But if you you know if you kill it when it's when it's not stressed out, you get softer meat because the adrenaline's just not pumping through everything. That's what I've been told. Also, you have to also give your animals. Oh, this cold is coming back. You also have to give <laughs> your animals um, exercise. A lot of people don't realize that with the exercise. But again, and also with the food. You don't want to give them the corn or the grain because that's all MSL nowadays. You want to put them out into the pasture all green grass. So okay. you gotta watch. You have to watch where you end up moving to because I'm watching that because I'm going to be moving. So where I came from is all my neighbors. They end up putting out all this pesticides to kill the dandelions, to kill this, to kill that, which is basically edible. And I laugh at them. Yeah. Because if shit came down, where are you gonna where are you gonna get your food? Hope you have a big freezer, sweetheart. Yeah, but they're also they're also killing um, the really good pests too that keep the other bad pests at bay, exactly. like ladybugs. You know, exactly. your ladybugs. 
you know, they, they kill the bad pests. Exactly. And also they want to know why their animals are dying. And we're just talking about a cat and a dog. Well, the pesticides get into the paws. They walk it into the house. All that pesticides is still in their paws, into the house. And guess what? Everyone's going to be getting that. So eventually their animals die. Gee, they're scratching their head. How'd the dog die? How'd the cat die? Well, because you're putting all those chemicals on your grass, dude. Duh. And people just freaking amaze me. Just like where I'm living at now, they're bitching about, and the squirrel's going to laugh at this one because I've already told her this story. They're squirrels. Squirrels, I mean, down here there are squirrels, and I won't give you the state, but squirrels okay. are everywhere. And people around here are, like, bitching about all the squirrels. It's so cute because... They're going up on the trees because they have acorn trees. The neighbors have acorn trees. So who's going to get all that acorn? The squirrels. So the squirrels, they're so, oh, my God, they they are something else. I learned so much with these squirrels. Can you eat them? I mean, Janine. Oh, yeah, I picked a whole bunch of, oh, I went, I went on a search one day. Just to learn about the acorns. No, so no, I'm not went... talking about the acorns. I'm talking about the squirrels. Can you eat them? Yeah, you they can taste eat like squirrels. Yes. yes, they taste yeah. just like chickens. I already told you that. My grandmother yeah. would be, in, she would be in heaven living here. She would be getting all these squirrels <laughs> and eating them. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, she would. She loves her squirrels. But anyhow. Um, I ended up searching up about uh, the acorns. So I went out and I started just getting the ones that were that were on the ground. And you put them in a glass of water. The ones that floated, you can replant them if you want another tree. The ones that went down at the bottom of the glass, you they can't be planted as a tree. But anyhow, you had to boil them. It was a lot of work. It was like a lot of hours putting into getting the juice or getting the sh- the, the meat off of the acorns. So I decided, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to watch the squirrels. So what they do, they, they end up climbing these trees. And, oh, my God, they go upside down. I don't know how they don't fall. And they will go out to to the tiniest, tiniest branch just to drop that acorn. So they're all up there on the tree. They're dropping all these acorns. They run back down. They grab the acorns, and then they bury for the winter. I mean, these little suckers, they're, they're hard workers. So you watch them, they bury them throughout the winter. Now, I've been down here in spring, and I'm watching these squirrels. They're digging up all the grass, all the holes, just to get what they got that they buried for that winter. 
if they didn't get wow. it prior to that. They, so they suckers. got a good, good navigational system too. They are. Uh, I'm telling you what, people don't give people don't give credit <laughs> to these squirrels. But anyhow, back to what I was saying. My neighbors were bitching about squirrels, right down yep. here. So I said, well. And I got to thinking about that. And then I'm watching, because every morning I come out here with my cup of uh, green tea, orange tea, lemon tea, whatever the case is, and I just watch all the squirrels. They, and they're busybodies. They're just out there working. So I'm thinking about this. And I thought, you know what? If you don't want the squirrels, then why do you have an acorn tree? Hello? Anyone home? Good point. I mean, really, Janine, you don't want these squirrels to want to have food that they're going to go after. I'm sure there must be enough acorns on the tree to share. They don't want squirrels. The homeowner doesn't want the squirrel. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. The homeowner doesn't want the squirrels. Yeah, so I understand. Therefore, if, you, if you don't want the squirrels, then why do you have an acorn tree that will attract that all attracts them. the squirrels? <laughs> Seriously. Cut the tree down. If you don't want all the squirrels, cut the tree down. And therefore, you won't have all these squirrels. Common sense. These people are crazy. I'm telling you, they're crazy. Yep. Reminds me of Aquila. (laughs) (laughs) Did did I say that out loud? What? I'm surprised she didn't get on yet. Ah, uh, she's listening. I know. Well, she thinks she is. I'm here. Oh. oh, there she is. That's my door. What? What? Ah, uh, that's my door banging. A screen door banging. Oh no! Aquila said something. Did she? I'm here. Oh, I guess. There she is. You want to add anything to the squirrel comment? Um, that I had. I saw white sparrows. I was going white to say sparrows? that. Wow. Yes. Yep. She, gave me, she eventually gave me a picture of the white squirrels. Are they ever beautiful? Beautiful. Now, do they? I'm sure they eat acorns. Yeah. But yeah, Janine, they're beautiful. We have uh, gray ones, and we have flyer uh, reddish. And the reddish, they fly. You should see them. I mean. They fly like lightning. 
Now, the white squirrels, and I was on a coil's ass to give me a picture. And actually, I would like to bring a couple of them down here. Like, mix it up, mix the bunch up. Yeah, I, I've never seen a white squirrel until she showed me a picture. And then she ends up feeding, it, feeding them from her uh, deck. But the bone I have with her is she feeds them corn, all the junk that I'm, I'm guessing she ends up buying. Well, we'll make you uh, a country girl after all, Aquila. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Janine? What? I said right, Janine? What? Sorry, what was that? I had it on mute. I know. I said, we'll make her a country girl after all. <laughs> she probably knows more than I do, so. Actually, definitely knows more than I do about cities, that's for sure. She's from New York. She's tough. New Yorkers are tough, man. They don't take no crap. A lot of states don't take a lot of crap. It's just not New York. That's just the people. Sorry, I'm eating a pear. Oh, that's, um, you know, like the, probably the, the first thing I heard about New York. Oh, big city, rude people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, really? You know, and then, um, you know, and then um, I suppose that's why that, um, uh, you know, that, Paul, uh, what's the name, Logan, Paul Logan made that, Paul Hogan, he made that Crocodile Dundee and he made it, you know, about going to New York, you know, and that that's the thing because, you know, the most, most of Australians have heard, you know, big city rude people, you know, like Aussies are supposed to be, you know, laid back and just easy to get along with. Well, New Yorkers are like just rude people, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 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 and, and yeah, and yeah, and he wanted to, he wanted to put a different spin on the, you know, the um, the badge that New Yorkers have, because it's it's pretty well known, especially in Australia, and so that's why it's like, you know, here he is in New York, and he's like getting on with everybody. Oh. Yeah. I went. I went to. Uh, I dated a lawyer years ago, and he ended up taking me to uh, New York. It was the actually it was World Trade Center, and people were very very nice. Uh, very expensive, very expensive to eat there. I think a hot dog was like five six bucks. I hate to see what it is now. Um, but anyhow, we end up going to a small little restaurant, and that was very expensive. But he ended up taking me a tour around New York. I guess just the main center there, around the World Trade Center. 
Uh, I didn't go to, I, I, I have no clue. If I went to Brooklyn, Queens, uh, too many years ago, I have no clue. Uh, I met a lot of great people from New York, but they have that um, accent that it's hard to understand them. Now, I see Carl doesn't have it, nor does Aquila have it. Um, But the other ones that I was introduced to, they have that very different, unique accent, whatever you want to call it. So, Akola, why don't you have that? I do. I have. You what? I said I do, but I hide it. I try not to talk like that. But sometimes I do. I can't help it. Well, talk <laughs> like that right now. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, you want to know? You want to know? So, I don't know. Hold on. I don't. People want to know why I always call you chicken. (laughs) Here we go. This chicken. Yeah, yeah, right. You don't even. You know what? (laughs) You have the guts to even say why. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Talk like a New Yorker. I am talking like a New Yorker. Well, I'm from Pardon? Brooklyn, so. I'm from, see, here we go. I'm from Brooklyn, so it's a difference. Okay, you remember Lewis? That yeah, came on my call? He's from Brooklyn. I talk just like him, but I hide it. So, <laughs> see, that's, that's what I don't understand. Because where I'm from... It's like the mafia. You know, who's that guy that... Oh, who's that actor that used to talk... Marlon Brando. He talks like Marlon Brando. Awesome. I love it. I've I got to tell you, I, I love it. Yeah. What's that? I have no clue. I'm in the... I'm trying to... Put some Martian dryer, or actually, seeing what's dry in my dryer. I'm not around the board. <laughs> oh my! So I'm multitasking. Dryer's on. What was that? I said the dryer is on. So any good <laughs> recipes for um, Thursday? Aquila? No, um, I don't think I'm, probably I'm not going to be cooking. Are you going to still be up there? I'm still here now. Okay, you're going to be there for uh, Thursday? Boss will, I will. Okay. So you're not going to cook. How about, um, give us some kind of a different recipe that they would end up cooking up there. How about that? Like, uh, depends what you want. I mean, well, just um, the fruit we cook, side I mean. dish, side dish, um, filling, 
I think the filling, I'm going to make something different this year. I'm going to add, actually, the filling. Um, actually, I talked to a nurse at the farmer's market. I end up putting all my filling into into the turkey. And I, all, I would also do that with my chicken. And she ended up telling uh, another Italian guy that you should not, and I overheard her talking, and she's saying that you should never do that, that you should actually start doing your filling off to the side before you end up putting into the bird to make sure that it's the temperature is once the chicken or turkey, the temperature rises, that the filling, after you end up cooking it, that then you stuff it, that it will be the same temperature. But anyhow, on that note, I think I'm just going to um, add cranberries to my filling. Uh, maybe cranberry and almonds. I'm going to do a lot of lemon with it. Um, oh, actually, I'm also going to be doing a side dish of... Um, I might not do that with the filling, with the cranberries. I'm, I'm going to do a side dish with cranberries and apples. Okay. Right. And that's going to be a slow cook. So that's your gem, or not gem, but that's your rough jam for the turkey, however, however you want to eat the cranberry. So I'm, I still might do the same with the filling to add a little bit of a spice. Now, I used to, years ago, I used to um, put uh, fresh lemon juice and orange, put it in the cup, and then I, I would use a uh, syringe, and then I would inject the bird. Of course, I would do all kinds of different seasonings, or I would also just cut the cut the uh, skin, and then just layer stuff in there. But I would do that just with the um, rotisserie oven that I had. The turkey and I don't my, like that. Oh no, it turned out. Oh my God, did that! Oh, it turned out so good. I used the roasted. What was the difference between the oven and the rotisserie, rotisserie oven? Big difference. Huge. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's more moisture, but yet you don't get all the drippings. I guess you just steam it yep. like gravy, but... I would do that rotisserie oven. I would use that a lot with fish, chicken... And once a year with turkey. But, I mean, I would also use that with hamburger. I would use that a lot. And it, that was a whole big difference because the thing was always spinning. So the juice would always go back into the meat. Janine, have you ever done that? Nope. Nope. Oh, no. No, I haven't done yet. We did a... Um... Oh, the only thing I've done is done a like a pig over a spit one time, and that was just turn. You know, that was and it was a big pig. So like we would, t it was an, on an automatic 
rotisserie and we'd just dip it into the juices and just pour it over every now and again. But not in an well, oven, no. No, I haven't. Yeah, the rotisserie, it's its not an oven, it's just countertop type thing. It's, it's called a rotisserie. You put your meat, whatever you want to put in there. They have baskets, a rack, whatever. And it would just constantly rotisserate. You didn't have to add your beans or whatever. So what you did was you end up doing whatever you want to do with whatever you're making with. Just say with, um, I would use that a lot with fish. So I laid down the fish, put fresh dill and fresh lemons on both sides. I throw it into that and it would just constantly rotate and rotate and rotate. I did that for, because uh, fish doesn't take long, maybe 10 minutes, 15 tops. Oh, my God. Anything you put into that tastes so good. I don't even know if I have it. I guess those cocks, no, I, sorry. I guess those people end up stealing. I end up getting my, I went through a few boxes today. Um, I found my juicer because I would juice a lot. Found that. That was Jack Elaine's juicer. Uh, my friend ended up um, buying that for me. Uh, I think he paid like three hundred bucks for it. I, I'm hoping I have all the parts. But yeah, there's certain. I was a huge cook. Um, my kitchen and my pantry, and part of my garage was just full of cooking, cooking stuff. I mean, stuff that you would cook with. Uh, My blender. I miss that so much, my blender. I ended up getting a cocktail blender. That was the best blender I ever got. 20 bucks at Walmart. I bought that maybe eight years ago. And you could do five different uh, things with this. You could make milkshakes, puree, you could um, juicer, not juicer, but, um, oh, shoot, I forget. Anyhow, you could make like five different things. I would just smoothies. I would just make it for smoothies. And that blender would kick ass on the ice. And smoothies, a lot of times if I didn't have a lot, it basically was just orange juice and bananas. See, with the juicer, uh, you could not put your bananas in. Anything else you could put in to juice, anything that would produce juice. So the bananas and stuff that you could not produce juice, you would end up using the blender. That's how I ended up getting introduced more into the blender. So if I didn't have enough fruit and vegetables, I would just end up going to the blender, throw my ice in, throw the orange juice in, (coughs) bananas, any fruit I had, Blend it up to a smoothie. Oh, my God. Everything was all natural. 
So good. So good. And I miss that blender. So on that note, anyone have anything special for Thursday? I'm making the cheesecake, turkey. Oh. I'm hoping to make a turkey, filling sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes. I wish to have a special guest. Yeah, whatever happened to that? <laughs> Oh. What do you mean? I thought you were going to end up cooking. I'm in New York. I thought you were going to end up cooking for a, a great family. For who? A great family that was in need. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish to. So that didn't pan out? Okay. Nope. So I'm in New York. I'll be with my family. All right. So that family is doing good? As far as I know. I mean... Okay. I think they got other plans. Okay. That's That's understandable. That's 100% understandable. Well, hopefully one thing, I'll have another chance to cook again. Maybe Christmas. New Year's. Or New Year's. There you go. Yeah, New Year's. Yeah. Let everything be new. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A whole lot of things could could be new. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's cool. All right. That's cool. So back to the recipes. Are you, is anyone cooking anything different? Um, I, you're in New York, so start giving us some different recipes. Janine, are you still on? Take a note. Yeah, I'm still on. No, no. Uh, what am I going to be cooking Thursday? I'm ahead of you guys. You know what? I think I'll cook Maximan. Maximan on. I'll do Maximan on Thursday. What? It's called Maximan. What is that? It's a. It's a. It's it's actually the Maximan is actually the um the sauce that's put with everything. So you know how you can buy like a curry dish or a green Thai. This is Maximan. Okay, is that like it, the sketty sauce? No, no. It's got uh, tamarind. Um, have you ever heard of tamarind? Yes. Yeah. It's got tamarind and garlic and ginger and... Oh, I don't know if I got ginger in it. But anyway, you can go to the shop and buy it. Um, it's just a lot easier to go to the shop and actually buy it than to actually make it because to, to actually get the like sauce 
Uh, well, no, Janine, God. you're on. Hold on, Janine, you're on the spot. We can't go there and buy it, so we got to yeah, make it from scratch here. No, 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 no. You just got to buy the sauce. Well, what is, buy- what is in the sauce? Okay, I'll just. What I'll happened put then? Janine on the spot. Don't. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Oh, I just got it. Yep. I'll tell you in a sec. Can you get, grab the mustard sauce out of the cupboard? You mother... Ah. Get, grab the mustard sauce out of the cupboard. I'll tell you exactly what's in it. Okay. Yep. Aquila, are you taking okay. notes? Nope. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, what's in it? Um, garlic, sugar, soybean, uh, chili, uh, tamarind juice. Okay, shallot, salt, lemongrass, spices, and kaffir lime, and um, galangal. Galangal is um, Thai ginger. So I just buy a, a tin of this. It's masaman curry paste. So it's a curry paste. So um, um, all I do, how, how, much, how, much, how much is this tin? And this is Thailand. So my friend used to be Thai, see, so we used to get together for incredible cock-offs and just cook up everything Thai because I love Thai food. It's full of spices and especially the lime, you know, stuff that's got lime juice in it. Um, Just trying to see. So you can get any, if you go to an Asian place, it's M-A-S-A and then men. So it's Masaman. Or Masaman, but I say Masaman sauce. I just can't see how big this is, this tin. But I, I just get it from Woolworths. So Woolworths definitely do stock it. Um, also Asian supermarkets stock it. Um, yeah. It's only, a little, it's only like a little tin. It, it's, a, it's a paste. So what I do is I get... Um, a big uh, two slices of um, I get like two slices of rump steak you know some good size rump steak two slices chop it up into cubes okay Um, chop onions into into big cubes Uh, and potato that's it a couple of potatoes a couple of onions and the meat and you put it in and um, or you cook it, you know how you cook meat, and you cook, the, and then once it's sort of once the meat is brown, okay, and the onion is a bit soft, um, that's when I put in the paste, and then I will put in um, uh, two tins of coconut milk, and I will let that simmer for about half an hour. While that's simmering, I'll make the rice. Okay, so after half an hour, it's it's finished cooking, and then what I do to add, to give it some zest, I will put in um, a one or two chilies, depending on how hot they are, and I will put in a lime juice. So in the lime juice and the chili with the with the coconut sauce, and the and the and the masaman. It's just incredible, just incredible. So I just have that. And then I'll just put a little bit of coriander on top. Yum. That sounds good. 
and it's really easy because it's only three ingredients. It's it's your it's your beef, it's your um yeah it's your meat. Your, yeah, it's your beef, it's your beef, your onion, and your potato. That's it. Right. Your meat. Right. Sorry, I should say right. your meat, your your onion and potato, and that's it. Or your meat and, you, and your sauce. Well, you've got to have your sauce. Yeah, you have your paste. Right. Um. And, yeah. And the paste goes in, of course. The paste goes in, and then with the with a couple of tins of um, coconut milk, not cream, it's mm-hmm. coconut milk. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that's almost yeah. that's almost like making. I just made a ham steak last night. Mhm. And all I did was um, do. I end up making it with sweet potatoes. So I boiled the sweet potatoes, mashed them all up, put them, put mush, uh, marshmallows, mashed them, that all up. You've got a jet down there. Can you hear? Hear that? Oh, a couple of jets. Wow. Can you hear them? Yeah. Yeah. They're the F-18s. Did you hear them? Yes. Oh, they're the F-18s. Yeah, they fly. Yeah, that's cool. Is that ever nice? Hey? Is that ever nice? It's during the day here. It's like 3 3 p.m., quarter past 3 in the afternoon here. So, so, um, yeah, in Russia, in yeah, look, we've got, I only live right next to to the army base. So they do a lot of, you know, we've got um, Chinooks, helicopters, you know, nearly every day or at least once a week they're doing some manoeuvres and we've got our F-18s that come out, you know, every now and again, maybe two or three times and they'll fly fly a week out of, you know, they'll fly for a week and then give it a rest for a couple of weeks. But when when I go to the dog beach, um, they'll be out. They could be out and flying, and the dog beach is not far from where they land at the airport. So, wow, yeah, they're, yeah, they they come really low over yeah over the beach to land. Yeah, but my, you know it doesn't seem to, doesn't phase my girls. They haven't run off or anything. No. Yeah, well, I would, look, would not uh, like that. <laughs> What's that? I would not like that. That's yeah. Um, what's scary is I listened to uh, was it forty nine or fifty nine? I think it was. I did a. I actually blogged it. It's a guy. Hang on. I'll find out which 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 talk show it was from. Um, episode 49, and there was a guy in Australia, and he was at, um, he's in Darwin, uh, and he said, you know, uh, in Darwin, it's actually military ruled, hmm. you know, um, yeah, yep, um, and, you know, he was telling Carl stuff that, 
I wasn't even aware of. Yeah, but Carl gave some really good pointers on that show, so I, um, I've put it up. I've put it up in, on on Skype. I've put it up in the Carmen Law Room, and I've put it up in the. Um, oh, Jules asked me if I could put it up in his room, so I copied it over to Jules's room, and I put it up in the um, Australian Common Law Group. Good. Thank you. Yeah, but it was actually it's some some good information. Um, and he said, um, he said, oh, wow, he said, I've done some really good things tonight. You know, he put some really good information in in the chat. And once I heard that um, on the talk shoe, well, I got the chat grab. I went into that because it it's only a call. So it's only about an hour long, this one. That's why it was really good. So um, I just copied everything Carl wrote down in the chat and copied it in and posted it. Posted in the Good. room. Yeah. Good. Anyway. So, what are you end up doing for the rest of uh, the afternoon? Um, the rest of the afternoon. Um, uh, I'll take the girls to the um, to the to the. Park, yeah, to the poor park. I'll take them to the poor park. Um, I'm doing um, this. Um, I, I, my son has to go. He's going to a men's group tonight, and to, they're doing. Um, they're learning stuff about survival techniques. Beautiful. Uh, and. Um, and while I'm at the poor park, I just got to deliver a hundred stars. So if anyone can Google, it's called One Million Stars, and, and what, it's how to what make it's it's making stars out of this ribbon. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is it's it's for it's for domestic violence. So then what they're going to apparently the plan is for um, people all over to Australia, this, who, anyone who wants to make them can make these stars and they're hoping to get one million made for, um, for the Commonwealth Games. When the Commonwealth Games are on, some, somehow they're going to drop them from the air um, oh. and drop a million stars into the stadium. So I... So I when I dropped my son over to the group a few weeks ago, I just saw these women outside doing stuff. And I went, oh, what are you doing? And they went, oh, we're making stars. I went, oh, that sounds good. And they said, oh, do you want to join? I went, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so we started making stars. And I said, oh, look, um, you know, I can only make, you know, five or six here while I'm here. And I really don't want to be here. So if you can give me some ribbon, I'll go home and make them. So, um, so in the in the last, I, I I'm just making a hundred a week. So um, I've made four hundred. So in the last, this will be the fourth week. So I made four hundred. So I'm just I'll just make it. I'll just, I'll just make a thousand for them. Um, it just yeah, because the woman said that she was way behind. So. What's that? Tonight. What are we doing tonight? So hang on. Yep. Was that your oldest son? 
That was my youngest son. He's just wondering if he no, can have a friend care. stay over. Did you hear that? Isn't he so rude? He's just so rude oh, no, sometimes. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear that, no. but he's sounding much she's older. Been, no, he's 16. That's the youngest one. Okay. Oh, he's in his teenage years. <sighs> yeah. No, they're pretty good. But Tell him to stop talking. Tell him to stop talking. <laughs> Rude to his mother. Go ahead, tell him that. <laughs> tell him that. Check he knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put him on the phone. Aquila and I will have fun with him. yeah kids can be rude they can I've seen it witnessed it they can be rude yeah yeah and they don't realize what all you have done for them that's the saddest part yeah, someone said they're not going to realise what you've done to they've had children of their own. Well, I don't know about that's that one. Funny. I don't know about that one, but they can be rude. I wouldn't. No, even even grown people can be rude. Exactly. No. Exactly. I went, I went I was with the, you know, um, Pastor Bruce today, and we were all sitting around in group early this morning. And he said, "Oh, I went and got a, um, I went and got a, a blood test." And he said, "This woman gave me a blood test. This older woman gave me a blood test, and her attitude was like, oh, you coming in here interrupting my quiet day, you know? That's the sort of attitude.'" And she said, "He said, I swear she must have been in the army because she was rude." He said, "She just." Jab the jab the needle in as if to say, well, there's got to be a vein here somewhere. You know, he said she was rough, rude, yeah. and you know, yeah. So I mean, yeah, even yeah. adult people can be rude. And he oh, said, I she agree. Just, yeah, her whole her whole attitude was like she just didn't want to be there. But um, anyway, my friend my friend was um, involved in a hold up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just over a week ago. Yeah. So. And what happened? She, well, uh, she was she was taking, um, uh, a woman came in, she takes blood. So she's what they call a phlebotomist. So this woman came in and she had to take blood uh, for the doctor because she's working out of a pharmacy. So while she was, while she had the door closed, uh, a guy walked in wielding a knife um, demanding, oh. de- demanding that they open the safe that had all the morphine and everything in it. Um, oh. A couple of young girls saw him come in, and the manager said, "You, you know, they ran out the back." So the manager, um, the manager was there and said, "Oh, what, how can I help you?" And the guy said, "You know, open up the safe." So he just did. He just opened up the safe, gave him. Yeah, he took whatever he, the morphine or whatever he took. Um, Somebody outside, somebody else had seen it and they went and locked the, um, that's right, he went to run out, but somebody outside the store had actually seen it happening, 
So he slid the glass sliding door shut so the guy couldn't get out. So the guy will. Yeah, the guy wielding the knife was looking for a way out, and just as he went, yeah, just as he went to walk into Tracy's room, where Tracy was with a with a patient, you know, because Tracy said, "Oh, look, there's there's I can hear a bit of a commotion." She said, "Just let me see what's going on before I let you go." And she opened the door and she saw this guy standing there with a pillowcase, yellow pillowcase over his head and a big knife in his hand. So she just closed the door again. She said, don't go out there, you know. And she kept a patient quiet and everything like that. And apparently he was looking for a way out and he was on his way down to Tracy's, where Tracy was with the patient to see if he could get out. And that's when the manager come back in and said... Um, Oh, you know, he said, oh, look, I don't usually work here. I'm only filling in for the day. Um, there's, you know, I don't know of any other way out except the front, the front, um, the the front slot, big sliding glass door. So he smashed that. But by the time he smashed it, the police had arrived and, you know, tasered him, tasered him a couple of times. Um, then uh, Tracy... Tracy came out and she's she's pretty cluic. Tracy, she's very 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 common sense. Um, she's pretty much together, you know. I I used to say she's 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 probably a Mrs. Carl Lent sort of thing, but she wouldn't. She's never sworn in all her life, so um, she's just, you know. She, <laughs> I can't describe Tracy. Tracy walks into a place and she asks somebody to do do something and they just do it, you know. <laughs> so, um, and she asks them very nicely. I've seen her. I've seen her do stuff and I'm wow, you know. And I think, ah, oh, that's what Carl said. It's a lifestyle, you know. You just got to have that sort of aura about you. And Tracy's sort of got that aura. And she's she can carry it off because she's 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 um built well you know so she and her she name was mrs her name is mrs carl carl lentz or mrs no, lentz no one time i said oh she'd probably be you know like the female carl lentz and then i went okay oh and then i thought no no i shouldn't do that because tracy i can't call her that because tracy has never sworn i've in i've known her since she, since we were 16 and in all the times that I have known her, I have never, ever, ever, ever heard her swear. Not once. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, I mean, she's been in some rough predicaments, you know. So, um, yeah. And she looks, she she enjoys a good fight, you know, but never have I heard her swear. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah. So she went, mm, okay, something, something, and she said, she just needed to go and check something out. She walked out and she, right next door, um, there's a house next door to the pharmacy and she walked into that yard and she saw a bag that was in the corner. So um, she said to the woman that owns the house, there's a bag in this corner, are you the owner of it? And the woman said, no. She said, well, I believe it could belong to the, you know, to the robber. We'll ring triple zero. So she rang triple zero, and the the policeman said, "Have you touched the bag?" And they said, "No, we haven't touched the bag." But the woman who had 
own the house. She's actually a um, um, a a meter inspector, so she's got one of those really long sticks. So they actually were able to open the bag and check it out, and that's it. They went, no, this definitely must belong to the robber. So after after the policeman said, um, "Have you checked the bag?" Tracy said, uh, "Yep, yep. Um, we've uh, we've secured the bag. We haven't touched the bag. That's right." The 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 police said, "Have you secured the area?" <laughs> Tracy almost. <laughs> and I had the phone on speakerphone and Tracy was saying she said I looked at the phone she said I looked at the woman the woman looked at me you know she said we looked around and we went yes we have secured the area (laughs) she said that bit was quite funny um you know um so they um but she said one of the most she said she couldn't understand it there had been a policeman in that yard a few minutes before and that policeman had not spotted it. She said, Janine, while it was under a tree, she said it was easy to see because she spotted it as soon as she looked in the yard. So anyway, obviously that's where he was going to put all the stash from the robbery and put in the bag and take it off. But he's a 41-year-old white man, um... Obviously, he must owe some people some money or he's on drugs or something. Um, and he will be going to court on the, I think she said the 27th of January or something. Hey, guys. Oh. Call it the night. Well, actually, Kate. I What's work that? Today. I said I'm going to call it a day. I have to work today. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very late. I've got to go too, because my girls are just about ready to go to the poor park shortly. All right. Well, take care, all. Have a wonderful evening and wonderful day. You sound tired, Aquila. Thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks for having this call, Cheyenne. Right, well, if people don't want to hang up, you can hang up. Yeah, I'm enjoying my call with um, Cheyenne, or um, sorry, uh, Janine. Yeah, I'll be go. I'll be going too because I've got to. I've got to do some stuff while it's still daylight. But you know, we're, we're, being being summer here, it's not. It's not dark until like at least seven here now. Oh, it's dark here by five. Yeah. In winter, it's dark here like six. In summer, doesn't get dark till seven thirty, eight o'clock. When do you call your winter? Our winter is um, June, July, August. Yeah. You gotta send me some pictures. Oh, uh, there's no is snow I, where I, I, I... There's no snow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How about snakes? My friend Tracy, she she loves winter because her body is so hot she actually contributes to global warming. Well, that's what I tell her anyway. So it, she just loves winter here. As she she doesn't even have to wear a, a jumper or a coat or anything. She just loves it. 
How about snakes? Snakes, heaps of snakes here. It's November, so November is actually their breeding season. So they're actually going to be quite savage at this time of year. So November and February. November's their breeding season and February is their... Um, that's when they have their their little eggy babies, little snaky babies. So that's the that's two times when they're actually aggressive. Okay. So out of the snakes, what else do you have? Uh, we've got crocodiles. You can't go swimming. You have oh, to be very God. careful. Where you swim. Yep. Um, really? They're worse than um, um, gators, aren't they? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, gators aren't as bad as crocodiles. Crocodiles are, um, yeah. They're vicious. Well, they, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't like to have one. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you ever like have one on your back porch? No, no, there's been, oh, just at the, you know, like we've got, we've got a couple of places that actually, you know, it's like a uh, like Billabong Sanctuary, or you know, where it's it's some place where visitors can go and have a look at okay. these crocodiles. It's like theme parks, you know, where where people can go and have a look. And in the last couple of months, there's actually been two handlers that have actually been attacked by crocodiles in in the enclosures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else do you have there? Oh, we've got snakes, we've got spiders. <laughs> All kinds we've of spiders. Got, oh, well, we've got the cotton, uh, the, uh, sharks, crocodiles, jellyfish, the irukandji, that's, that you get you get stung by one of them really badly. You won't make it, and it's just so painful. Um, what else we got? Spiders. Um, if you get bitten by a, cock- uh, by a cottontail, um, gee, you want to have some really, really good some really, really good antibiotics because it'll eat away the flesh and people have had their legs removed and things like that because it'll just... Uh, uh, something in their venom just um, just keeps eating away the flesh. Uh, we got even magpies. We've got magpies here. You know, magpies. We've got um, guavas. Guavas, um, especially in February, they will, they're actually, they've got sharp claws on their little feet, uh, especially when they've got little, when, especially when their eggs hatch and they've got little chickies. They, um, yeah, they'll, they'll hit you with their claw real fast, fly down and swoop you and, yeah, cut your head and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you've got your magpies, um, Gee, what else you got? Yep. You already said enough. Yep. And then oh, and then you've got your you've got your rips out in the, the so you your rips your rips lots that well people come swimming here and they'll probably go down the Gold Coast and they'll go out in the waves and what they don't understand is there's a current underneath the wave, and they right. won't be able to. It's a current, but what it what it's called a rip, and if you get caught in that, you can you can be the best swimmer in the world. You ain't gonna make it back to shore, and the rip will take you right away from shore. You'll be. You'll oh, get take caught you in back to, into it, the it, ocean. 
Yeah. So oh, the best thing is, yeah. Um, there's there's ag every year at the you know at least usually about five Chinese people or Asians or something when they come they come over holidaying. Um, just about two weeks ago, so um. Uh, a, a guy from China come over here for a holiday. He got caught in a rip and drowned. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So basically with that, you don't have a lot of surfers then? Oh, we got surf lifesavers and things like that. What people try and do, if they get caught in a rip, they try and make it back to shore and then they exhaust right. themselves. Right. They exhaust themselves because they panic. They exhaust themselves and... Um, and then when they're exhausted, they just can't swim anymore, so they drown. And right. So basically what you're saying is the surfers know when to stay out of the water and when to go in. The tourists, they don't pay any, any attention. Well, there's, uh, you know, the, the lifeguards here in Australia, they'll actually tell you if you're going to go for a swim, swim between the flags because that's where the lifeguards are. And they are looking for anything that happens with inside those flags. They're also looking outside of those flags as well right, for people right. swimming outside of those flags. Um, they've just come up with a new app. Now, this app is supposed to help lifesavers recognize where the rips are because they, they can change at any time. Um, now, I don't know if they work. I don't know if they work. Um, there's probably, I don't, I, I have a feeling, but I'm not sure that a good lifesaver will be able to see where a rip is. Um, but mainly, you, you know, like it's an undercurrent, so there must be something on top of the water that must give them, give them some knowledge of where that rip is somehow, you know, by, by the way, the, the waves are moving, Something like that. I'm not. I'm not sure how it works. But probably a good lifesaver would know. Um, but you know, these these guys, they come over. They see the they see the ocean. Not here. We don't have any. Uh, not any body I know has been caught in a rip where where I live, because there's just they're just not here. But down on the Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast and the northern part of New South Wales, yes. It's deeper oceans, it's bigger waves, and yes, they do have rips down there. And, and um, you know, people disappear. I guess I will pass there. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know, you're not going to see a crocodile unless you, you know, you're walking, you, you're going where they are. Um, well, even with the snakes in California right now, I've, I've been reading articles. I've talked to so many people over the years that uh, actually I was on the phone with a lady here in the States that another lady called her. She said, oh, my God, I just opened my cabinet. There's a rattlesnake. And that's not the first time it happened. It was in the closet. It was here. It was there. Now, recently, I guess mm. because the weather is changing yeah. over there in California and different area, different states, that the snakes are actually coming into the homes. 
I'll pass. There'd, there'd be a reason for that. My what son used to have. Reason? Go ahead. What would be the reason that they are coming because into the, the home? Because the weather is changing. And they're trying to find a warm spot. My, now, my son used to have a pet, uh, python. And I had to get used to that because I had to feed it. So I got used to it. I drank a beer, put his sock on, and and the pet, it was just a baby, a probably middle baby slash adult. So I, I drank a beer, and I, I put one of his socks on because the snake knew his set but didn't know mine and and she was he or she I, don't, I have no clue what it was but um she had to get used to me because whenever your son well let's just say my son he would bring all kinds of stuff home and who would end up taking care of it i i did he would take off and there I was stuck with whatever he brought home. But anyhow, he was really into the snake. So anyhow, I ended up putting the sock on, put my hands down. The snake right away went to the sock, smelled the sock. I left the snake smell the sock a little bit more. And I just started easing out the sock so he could smell my hand. I was thinking, beans, okay, you smelled my son's hand, or the smell of his, and then now you're smelling me. So I, I'm glad I did that because it did work. So then after that, I started picking up the snake, put it in the bathtub, especially when it started to shed. And I left him, he or she, left him, <laughs> it was a trip. I filled up the, the tub, and that snake would just swim around. I mean, she, he or she would just swim. Okay, so now we got to that point. Now the snake started to really trust me. Now I could actually pick up the snake. Well, one time I was in a hurry, because we, we would always change, or I did, but always change before I fed him, because you had to give him mice. So I would always change the water, change the bedding. Part of that I would do that, but whenever um, feeding time, I would also do it. So one time I ended up doing it, and back then it was the pager. We didn't have the cell phones. It was just the pagers. Remember the pagers? No, the pagers. I've never. I never used. I've never used one, but. Yeah, they were that little, those little boxy things, yep. Yep. So back then it was the pagers. So anyhow, I ended up pick the, picking the snake up, and it had milky eyes. Normally when it had milky eyes, that's when it was starting to shed. So she, he or she, had half of milky eyes. But I was in a hurry. I had the mice, so I was really quick with my hand. It was my mistake. It was not the snake. It was my mistake. So I was moving way too fast in the snake's cage that the sucker bit me. 
And boy, did that ever hurt. I paged my son. He ended up call- and you know what, Janine? I would page him different times, and a stucker would not call me back. I ended up paging, paging him this time. He called me right back. I was shocked on that one. Well, I told him, I said, did snake end up biting me? He says, well, Mom, is the snake still in your hand, your thumb? It was between my hand and my thumb. I'm like, what do you mean? Because they end up locking their jaws. I'm like, you they locked got, their, they locked you, their jaws? They locked their jaws. Yep. Wow. He says, only when they bite, they end up locking their jaws. I said, you know what? That snake would be dead by now. I said, no, he bit me. He right away took off. It was my fault. I'm not blaming on the snake. It was my fault because I was moving way too fast. So he ended up coming home. He took care of the snake, fed it, looked up my hand, made sure my hand was okay. We ended up going peroxide, all that stuff. My hand was okay. But I learned a big lesson on that one. But after that, I started taking that snake everywhere. And it was so funny. I would take the snake at carnivals. I would wrap wrap the snake around my neck. And and his, his head would be on my left or my right side, just sticking out. And I would walk around carnivals. That was my big gig. I'd walk around carnivals and everybody, oh, it's a snake, it's a snake. <laughs> I would have a trip yeah. with that snake. I have a friend, that's what she does. She goes, catches them. She's the snake catcher here in Townsville. So, you know, ring, people ring up Gracie and she, she goes and gets them. Anyway, she had a big she had a big python in a bag. I mean, you know, like it's as thick as your wrist. That's how oh, a uh-huh. little bit thicker. Yep. About your, yeah, it was yeah, it's pretty big that she had caught. And um it was a bit she didn't want to let it go, you know, at um because it was just too angry. She said, No, I don't want to let it go. So she brought it to the she brought it to the poor park <laughs> in a bag. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. no. And and Jetta, Jetta almost clawed that bag open just to get to it. She oh. wanted to play with the snake. Yep, yep, my girl. She wanted to play with the snake. She and Gracie had to lift up the bag and which I like. Jetta was like, "Oh, I know there's something really good in here." <laughs> and, she's it, and I'm like, I thought, I thought, you know, if because snakes have a certain smell, so if Jetta ever smells a snake. She'd try and get it, you know. If it was a brown or something, it'd bite her. She would die. She's not that quick to move. You know, like Jack Russell's, they kill snakes. They're fast, quick dogs like Jack Russell's, things like that, but because they're rat catchers and snake catchers. But Jetta, oh, no, kill her. And if, oh, I hope she doesn't like snakes that much. So, yeah. But animals seem to know. Yeah, they do. I read an article the other day. It was on Yahoo. I don't know if this is true. It could be. Actually, I want to, next time my son comes here, I wanted to throw it by him. 
um, there was a, this girl ended up having a python, and that's what we end up having. And they like to strangle your throat, right, uh, before they eat you, right? They strangle well, you. Well, all, all, all snakes will crush you, yeah, will crush their food before they it could, could, they they say okay. Yeah, they'll constrict. Okay. Yeah, you know, constrict around that that food, and they'll break all the ribs and things like that, and then they'll. It's easy for them to digest. Okay, there was this girl that got this snake. I I don't know what the age was snake, but it showed a picture. I mean, this snake now is huge. I mean, huge of what the picture was showing. This this snake was probably 30 feet, and by wide, it was probably a good foot, uh, maybe half of a foot. Anyhow, um, she was worried about the snake not eating for a good two, three weeks. So she takes it to the vet and to run some tests. Why isn't the snake eating? Well, here they, and this is the story that they end up saying, here the vet said, well, here the snake was sizing you up and getting ready to eat that size. Oh, Which wow. would mean the owner. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big snake. Yeah. This snake was huge. Yeah, they'll pull down a wallaby and everything, yeah. The big snakes do. Yeah. Yeah. i got to run that by my son and see what he says about that one. Next time he comes here, i I got to run that by him. But, yeah, they showed a picture. I mean, she would take all kinds of different pictures of the snake sleeping with her. Well, this time, like I said, it took weeks. I mean, the snake was not eaten. She was very concerned. Take it takes it to the vet, and the vet says, he was just sizing you up. Oh, my God. Well, she's just lucky. She's just very lucky that, that she actually took it to the vet. Because you know what? She mightn't have made it to the vet had he been a little bit more hungrier. He probably would have constricted around. <laughs> do you really think that story is true? <laughs> Do I really think that story is true? Well, it'd have to be something like a huge anaconda. Really, really big, you know? So I doubt if she'd be able to carry it. Yeah, no, she wouldn't be able to carry it. They're heavy. Yeah, but they're heavy. Those big anacondas that kill people, they're... Oh, I'm not saying she carried the snake around. The snake would just sleep with her every night. And it got to the point that the snake stopped eating. And I, I and we're talking years, years later down the road that she had this snake. The snake stopped eating, but still wrapped around her body, and it stopped eating. And that's what the doctor, the vet said. He was sizing her up for all these weeks to eat her. Right. Do you think that's I true? Know. I don't know. I got to run that by my son. Dep- Depends how big the snake was. 
It I was huge, Janine. Huge. Well, well, then it was probably that could be exactly true. That could be true. This snake it, 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 was huge. It also depends on how much the doctor knew about snakes, too. Correct. But they did. Apparently, the vet did all kinds of tests. The snake was very healthy, and that's the only thing that the the, the vet could come up with that he was sizing her up for his next meal. Well, then there's there's a good possibility that that it was true. I got to run that by my son the next time he's here. <laughs> ooh, that's yeah. that's ooh. But let's change the um, conversation real quick, and then I'm going to hang up. It's going on one o'clock here. Uh, okay. Coffee grinds. Uh, coffee grinds are good to get rid of ants. I have used it, and it does work. Oh, wow, because I've got ants coming in, so, yeah, I can use, because I have coffee every day. So, yeah, the coffee grind. It does work. Yeah, have a, I've used like it. I've used it. I keep telling the guys, save the coffee, don't throw it away, After you know, after they made their pot. So yeah. my friend has been throwing out, or not throwing out, but putting off to the side, so all the coffee grounds, one day I seen all these little ants recently. I see, I seen all these little ants. So I end up putting all the coffee ground around the ant holes. Now, prior to that, I did that early um, into spring around this one tree. Um, and I started putting coffee grounds. The ants disappeared. They died or they disappeared. I don't know. So here recently I ended up doing it again because I just seen them around the house. And then I and they were around actually the hose, uh, the water hose. So I end up just, and then I lifted up the ho- the, the hose and I'm, see, I'm seeing all these holes. So I end up just dumping up, dumping all the coffee grounds, grinds in the, in the hole in the holes and also around it. I have no, I have not seen an ant yet. So it does work. So let's end this call with somehow with a blessing. Nope, that was my whole call was just a blessing. That whatever we learned this year, it was a blessing. Whoever we met this year was a blessing. Um, Let's have faith, knowledge, love, positively within each and every one of us. Stop the negativity. Go with the positive. And... Add to that, Janine. Love yourself. Don't hate. Don't judge. Uh, 
the year is almost 2016, it's almost over. So let's actually recoup, step back, and let's look what you have learned, look what you put forward, and let's go forward with that. Um, Janine, add to this. Please. Let's everyone have good health. Being positive, no negativity, no negativity in your mind. Um, have the Lord in your heart. Okay, Janine hung up. All right, um, I thank you all for joining in. Janine's back on the call. But I do thank you all for joining in. Yep. Hey, I got I got cut off. My Skype ends yep. after four hours. So just right. as just as the yeah, just as the call was coming to an end it just like cut me off and I'm thinking oh I had to, I had a look to see if your call had finished, but no, it's still going. So I on you yeah, my phone. I just went to the chat. I'm seeing everyone's gone, but let's end this with a good positive. Jesus Christ. Um, mm. Well, we just want to thank you, God, for all the people we have meet, have met, and the friends we are yet to meet. Yes. And that includes that includes the four legged friends as well, because um I call them family, you know. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> you know you know what happened? I'll just what? tell you. <laughs> I'll just tell you. I was always debating uh, whether the to call is still on. Okay. Shall I end it before you speak? It's alright. No, I was I was look, I won't say it. I'm not going to say it until I actually do it. After I do it, all then right. I'll say let it. Me, okay. Let me end the call, and then you can tell me. Um, thank you all for no, no, uh, okay. joining the call. Anybody. I won't tell anybody Pardon? until it's actually done. Okay. Okay, you're, you're a chicken. You were going to tell me, now you're not. Okay, anyhow. <laughs> I just don't want, I just, yeah, I'll tell you after I actually do it. Okay. Okay, all right. Well, now... Now you got me worried. Now you got me. Okay. Okay. Well, you, okay. Well, I can I can tell you now. Okay. You know how I was I was debating about the dog case, right? About the-